But we're all upset, man. The whole Muslim world is rattling their spirits. What I say is if you're all bent out of shape with that Danish newspaper, don't eat no Danish in the morning. That's all. Right, and don't buy that paper anymore. Right, don't buy the newspaper and don't oh, eat look, no more. It's more Villages. Oh, there's Irving Villages Jr., who's been reincarnated as your Attorney General, Alberto Vio 5 Gonzalez, Gonzalez the Torturer. Abu Garay. Isn't that pathetic? Torture Mata. And it's like a big mystery as to what he's going to say, right? Like we don't right. already know that. What a joke. He's going to say, hola. Yeah. But at any rate, uh, you know, this whole business is, you know, we're offended and we're pissed off, so let's burn some buildings down, you know? And the media just coddles the, the, this whole deal, you know, whether they're, maybe they're terrified they're going to burn their building down. Who knows what the hell it's all about? Very sad. Almost as sad as Greg Kotex at the Herald. <laughs> Too bad that we messed up all your plans. Just like uh, Tessio said to Godfather. Remember yeah, that? Right. Messes up all my plans. They're supposed to cheat and win fair and square. Come on. Right. Alan Brown is supposed you know, let, let me just for the audience's benefit, and this is the last time I'll talk about it, because it was just for fun. That's what he said. He said, win however you want. You know, do whatever you want. Have a good time with it. It's just for fun. It's just a little poll on a blog. And then he writes on Friday, Greg Kotex in the Miami Herald, and the, even Mr. Whipple will be embarrassed by that newspaper. He writes, we're ignoring all future votes in South Florida Radio Wars, declaring the poll ended and naming our random evidence blog champions. The headline on this little uh, uh, thing here, radio poll ends, thank God. I think what he really means is thank God. Yeah, we put you to sleep. Okay, Greg Kotex, you idiot, you phony, you shill. He says, WQM's Jim Mandish is the market's favorite sports radio voice. 790, the ticket stand, LaBastard is least favorite, and QM is favorite station. To which we say to all of those, all right. hallelujah. The latter cat, now see, this is a lie. The latter category was too close to call, legit. Which is an absolute lie, because right. we know that at 123 on Tuesdays, when Alan Downtown Brown uh, started circulating this daisy chain frantic email. Anyway, too close to call, legit, before being hijacked. By QM's Neil Rogers and his listeners, but that's okay. It's all good. Democracy ain't always pretty, but it forever beats the alternative. Then this line really amuses the hell out of me. The poll was supposed to be fun, not turn all weird. Anyway, thanks to all who participated. I don't think it turned all weird at all. It just turned the way he didn't want it to turn. That's what it boils down to. Isn't it, Greg, that you're on the payroll over there? You've got your head all, all the way up Alan Brown's ass, all the way to his neck. So why don't you stop the BS, Greg? It just didn't turn out. There was nothing weird By about way, it. How come the other people couldn't hijack it with all of their listeners? Yeah. Well, they, well, they all they got all their listeners to vote four times. They only got three thousand votes. That ain't that ain't too promising. Now the fact of the matter is that you know the first time I talked about it on Tuesday, we pulled off to a big fat lead over them, and that's the way it should have been. Because they you could stick their audience in a phone booth. Everybody knows that. And then at 123 on Tuesday, obviously in a state of frantic hysteria because things weren't working out the way that he and Greg Kotex had planned it. Here comes this email to everybody who's ever born, everybody that ever walked into their building, everybody that ever drove by their building on 441. Let's crush the QAM. And all of a sudden, here come all these phony votes. See, their phony votes were fine. But the problem is that our phony votes uh, were evil because uh, that made us hijack the pool, and it isn't the way they wanted to turn out. You're kidding nobody, Greg Kotex. It was a bad idea. But anyway, it didn't turn all weird. We just kicked your ass. And we spoiled all your fun, just like Tessio. And, of course, remember what happened to Tessio? Don't see him no more. Okay, Greg? What a, what a jackass. It's just so typical of the hero. Like I said, you know, the whole newspaper over there is in bed with the other guys and doing everything they can. They'll do anything. Like Joel Feinberg said, I'll do anything in my power to kick their ass over there, to hurt those guys, to wound them. Isn't that what he said? That's what he said. Yeah. Well, you don't have food there already, do you? No, I wish. Oh, I sounded a little bit distracted. No, I'm just uh, right here. No, I thought maybe it was that Super Bowl last night. Maybe you lost some money on it. <laughs> yeah. 
No, Josh made a good point, and that is that that game seemed, oh, yeah, the officiating sucked. And, yeah, I watched the whole second half. But um, the officiating always sucks. I mean, the, you know, the Patriots could scream and howl, but then again, they gave away that game uh, to Denver. And the same thing with Seattle last night. They gave away the uh, game, too. And poor Mike Holmgren standing there looking fatter than ever on the sideline, all worked <laughs> up into a sweat, you know? He's been eating his cheese. Oh, my God. Talk about a, a, a sweating cheese head. He, I think he had like about 50,000 bratwurst too many when he was in Green Bay. I think that put him over the edge. But anyway, he was like looking desperately on all those charts, and finally toward the end of the game, you call it. You, I, I just give up. You call it. And it was like that was the end of that. I did like that Randall L. pass, though. That was a great, you know, Madden said that was about the only thing Madden got right is they were going to run a trick play there between the 40s. Well, Madden doesn't get a, a lot right these days. No, he's uh, a little long in the two. And then, of course, toward the end of the game, they're going on about, well, they got to they gotta, uh, kick the field goal now and then try the onside kick and get the touch. they got to get some points out of this. I, I, don't, I don't know where the logic is in that because either way they were going to have to score a touchdown, and they're all the way down there inside the 30-yard line. i got to tell you, by that point I was completely drunk, and me and my friends were – it's saying, did he really just say that they should keep Well, maybe he was completely down, too. Maybe he and Al were both <laughs> a little uh, long in the... Uh, Probably. Yeah, hero of the cat. But at any rate, so then there's 27 seconds left, and they don't try the field goal, and, and both of them ignored that they had been saying that. They've been saying that for like about three minutes. And then they finally didn't try it, and they're like, but they just ignored it. It was, uh, you know, it was what you'd expect, a very marginal game, and like you said, it didn't at all... It didn't seem to have the flavor of the Super Bowl at all. It really did. I mean, no, it was it's just probably no tension. It was Pittsburgh, Seattle, but it's, yeah, two it just two teams it. that nobody gives a flying crap about. But I, I thought the Steelers would crush them, and they would have actually demolished them if it wouldn't have been for that bad pass by Roethlisberger. There, they're like uh, inside the ten yard line, and he's got a guy wide open and instead just just lobbing the ball over the defender at automatic easy six. What does he do? He throws it right in the defender's hands and sets up fourteen ten. Well, at least he made a little seven anyway. Yeah, that was a nasty pass, you know, that was bad. And I came home from dinner, I went out to dinner to watch the first half, and I came home just in time, and there was Mick Jagger on my screen. You know what I thought to myself? What's that? I don't want to see him no more. You know, maybe I'm the only one. There, there are just some people, and I like the Stones just fine, they had a lot of great music, but that was like in an earlier lifetime. That was before most of our audience was even born, you know? I just don't want to see them no more. You know, when is enough enough already with them? I kind of I kind of agree with you there. I have no I'm problem with their music. Him. I like their music. But... I mean, what are we going to do? Have him come out in a wheelchair someday? <laughs> Here are the stones in a wheel with a bag, you know, with a colostomy bag. I just, I don't want to see them no more, you know? There's some people uh, you don't want to see no more, and uh, there's some of them. At any rate, we had 2,050 votes on our poll over the weekend, probably goosed up there by the, the sports-intensive question, how much of a sports nerd are you? And here's the result. A lot of liars, by the way. As I'm a fan, not a nerd. 670. Oh, right. Do we believe them? Huh? What do you say? No. Nope. Part of them. Some of them. About 10. I have some interest, but not big time. 542. Yeah, that's uh, my feeling. You know, I can take it or leave it. Menza, menza. I hate everybody, 187, which has nothing to do with the pool, but just a chance for you to vent the fact that you hate the whole world, and that's good, because there are some people like that. I have no interest, 120. That was George's vote, who did not watch one second of the game last night. Right. And by the way, I'd like to point out I didn't watch any of the commercials. Every time it came to commercial break, I flipped the channel to something else I wanted to see for a minute. Total nerd, 99. Total sports nerd, 99, which is only 4.8% of this vast audience, see? But we, I think we need like about 20 all, talk, all sports uh, talk stations in the market. Then it'll bring, it'll attract so many, like flies to honey or bees, is it, whatever it is, flies to a Schmidt pile. 
it'll bring uh, millions of people to sports, right? I'm sure it will. It's like it's like if we have 75 country music stations, then everybody would be a country music fan. That's right. I love to shower with the guys. 91. I only watch one sport. 90. I hate this pool. 83. I hate spectator sports. 70. Only for gambling purposes. 49. I'm a jock sniffer. 25. And is there anything else other than sports? 24. I'm sure Clarence voted that. No, that, I take that back. He didn't vote at all because he didn't even know that we have a pool. There you go. No, now you're good. Oh, listen, I'm a little bit slow. It only took me a little over eight years, but I'm finally seeing what you said on Friday was absolutely correct. They don't know that we do a poll. They don't know that uh, Greg Kotex did a poll in the newspaper, and I got all whipped up, and I apologized to myself, although it was a lot of fun, and we you know, accomplished a lot. We made them look like trained monkeys. Yeah, it was kind of fun. Or made them look like untrained monkeys, huh? It was fun. Because the rest of the crowd, we don't want to. We don't want to on this station. They're like, you know, they're just always the old the old Jew. The old Jew fag has to carry them on his back, and I've been doing it for a long time. So why should anything else be different, you know? Oh, let him let him do whatever he wants. What's it got to do with sports? I thought that's what that poll was all about, was sports talk, wasn't it? It have nothing to do with us. What? <laughs> yeah. Well, what the hell do I know? You're right. There's Jose Jimenez, uh, Herbie Villachez, Jr. President Wilson. President Wilson. Yeah, yeah, you look just like Woodrow Wilson to me. That, that's who Bush reminds me of, Woodrow Wilson and uh, Weinstein Churchill. What a joke. Got this illiterate redneck Dumbo, and uh, and then this uh, little midget here who's nothing but a uh, shill for the torturer crowd, you know. Abu Ghraib. What a joke. But they're holding these hearings, man. All the hearings all the time. That's what your government does best. They hold a lot of hearings, waste a lot of good time. And, of course, kill some good TV time on the 24-7 networks, on the Talking Head networks, right? Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. 12 minutes after 10 at 560. What's that lineup look like today? Well, let's see. We got uh, Curtis and Curtis and Geldy and Geldy. And I'm looking at the week. And then uh, Curtis. So it looks like we got three days of Curtis this week and two days of the Geldy Meister. Curtis, 2 to 4, Mad Dog, 4 to 7, Jesse Agler, 7 to 10. Well, how do you like that, sports fans? Jesse Agler gets three hours tonight, and he can't 10. Uh, I wonder what that's all about. Oh, I know what it's all about. The Panthers are on the road. They're at, at the Caps tomorrow night, which ought to be a gimme, but then the Leafs game there was supposed to be a gimme, too, and it wasn't. They stunk the joint out. At any rate, it's a road game, so it could be tough. So Jesse Agler's on. We can't get guilty because he's traveling, and he can't 10. So we got a nice, pristine lineup, no games. And you can all rehash the uh, Super Bowl and how the officiating was so bad and Seattle got screwed and Mike Holmgren looked so fat. And Bill Cowher at the end of the game was desperate because he couldn't find Mike to uh, congratulate himself on the victory and pat him on the back and give a kiss on the cheek and whatever, you know. It was, it was uh, you're right, it just it didn't have that flavor to it, you know. It no, had, the wrong, had the wrong aroma that kind of put me in a coma. By the way, we will be playing Perry Coma and Round and Round a hundred times today. That that inspired me for a poll I'm taking later this week. What's that? It goes Find like this. Oh, sorry, Perry. Round it goes round, round, round. The worst hit song of all time. Okay, we might have done that, but still. No, we did not. The worst hit song of all time. Never, I guarantee. You. I'll bet you. I'll bet you Eric's life on it. I think we did a like. What song do you hate or something like that? We've done something like that. Not the worst hit song of all time. But that's a fine idea. Mm-hmm. We could spend a week on we, that. We, I think we've done the most annoying song. Right. The most overplayed song. Like that. But the worst hit song. I mean, we, we, could, we could do that in 7,000 parts. Oh, you know? I could just hear the lists now. Right. All the Barry Manilow songs, they'll be on there. Anything by... Yeah, Perry Coma, though, round and round. That's, uh, that's Ooh, right in there. That's a contender. That's the one where he's barely breathing, where, where he barely has a pulse. It's no... Kind of like the guys across the street. 
1014 at 560 WQM. It's Sting! Oh! Miami Town. From the makers of Brokeback Mountain comes an epic tale of forbidden love on the other side of the valley in Rainbow Reservation. Why you cry, flying dove? Oh, flaming brown eyes, I fear you and your friend more than friends. I fear you, baby. Lovers. Never. Rising Longhorn been friends since boyhood. It's how you look at him. Well, how he look at you. Yeah. The purple feather, yeah. Birkenstock, yeah. the teepee decoration, well, and those yeah. long trip over mountains. Experience the prairie like never before as two Indian friends from rival tribes, the Jackagai and Lockerjaw tribes, spend nights alone in the wilderness in a teepee illuminated by the flickering campfire and serenaded by the sounds of nature. Oh, Longhorn. Oh, brown eyes. Oh, good grief. I no quit you. Movie critic Rex Reed raves. Who's your chief? Who's your chief? Rainbow Reservation. Hi, 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 hi. Coming soon to a theater near you. 1019. <laughs> That's actually kind of cute. How do you like that? Must be a mistake. Must be. Yeah. Anyway, here's the poll today that we got going. And we got, I just made this one up, just out of my head. 609 votes. Which of these best describes you? Average 170. Well, that's refreshing, isn't it? Average, run of the mill, 170. I have no life, 112. I have no life. Hot stud, 44. Yeah, right. Uh, fat slob, 38. Neurotic, 33. You know who inspired me to put fat slob on? Remember the lady that called on Friday? I said she found it very amusing when uh, yeah. I say fat slob. So I put fat slob on there. I can relate. 38. Neurotic, 33. I'm a fat Jew, 32. Computer nerd, 29. Lazy turd, 24. Julio, 22. Only 3.6%, even though George insists that most of our audience are uh, Julios and Julietas. Not, not huh? true. Old Troll, 19. That. Yeah, you do. I said lots. Yeah. Why do you 10. make stuff up all the time? Old Troll, 19. Redneck, 17. Young Punk, 14. Racist, 13. Closet Case, 10. Screaming Queen, 9, is in... You fairy! Wallflower, 9. Chocolate, 9. And Hateful Bitch, only 5. And hateful bitch doesn't have to be female, by the way. Like, for example, that, Freaky Carlos out the front desk. Wouldn't you say that that's the definitive hateful bitch? The poster child. The poster child. Anyway, that's our poll today. And uh, click on to it or not. We're going to do a 1,000 votes on there again today. Eat your heart out, downtown Alan Brown and Greg Kotex. Oh, poor Greg. He didn't expect it to get all weird. Do you think there was anything weird about it? I didn't find anything weird at all. Oh, what I don't was, know what this man's talking about. What was weird is that they wanted it to be a one-sided thing where only they're allowed to choose. Right, where they could use it as a propaganda piece and say, hey, everybody, look at this. We're kicking ass. Yeah, you're kicking ass. Ancient style, baby, your own. My God, they must all have roids over there like uh, like bowling balls. By the way, Eric reports that we uh, we did take that poll April 26, 2004. Well, that's uh, almost two years ago. The exact wording of it. What worst hit song? What is the worst hit song top 40 of all time? Well, I can go back and... Oh, that's good, because right, I can go back and uh, get the that list. list, and then we'll add to it. Oh, thanks, Eric. Hi, laddie. In fact, well, he could really help you by telling you what number that poll is on. You know how we have them numbered uh -huh. on our history? Number 1186 and 1187, apparently, was a two-parter. Oh, that could be, like, uh, almost all week. Uh-huh. All right. Nice going, Eric. I told you he's okay. You keep saying, oh, he's... You know, I don't know what's wrong with you guys. You and Josh. Always ripping him behind well, his know. back. I don't know why. What's We're wrong? wrong just jealous. That's all. Just jealous. I am. Josh. Josh got the stories up nice and early this morning. 
I'd like to get him last for, night, but yeah. He'd like to get paid for doing something anyway. Well, that's right. He got him up last night. They may be a little uh, out of order there because he was like uh, eight sheets to the wind last night. Well, that's what the Super Bowl is all about. And again, celebrating the plastered, yeah. Speaking of the uh, performance last night, CBS, this is their take on it. And of course, it's easy for them because ABC did the game, so CBS has got their caustic take. It says they may not have flashed any body parts except for Mick Jagger's well-toned stomach. Oh, I don't want to see any of him, much less his well-toned stomach. He's 150 years old. But the Rolling Stones made ABC glad it imposed a five-second tape delay on the Super Bowl halftime show. Were you aware of this? I was not. No. They bleeped him. Two sexually explicit lyrics were excised from the rock legend's performance last night. The only song to avoid the editor was Can't Get No Satisfaction, a 41-year-old song about sexual frustration. Oh, is that what it's all about? In Start Me Up, ABC editors silenced one word, a reference to a woman's sexual sway over a dead man. The lyrics for Rough Justice included a synonym for rooster that the network also deemed worth cutting out. What could that have been? I don't know. Pull it. Sounds like a cockamamie deal to me. <laughs> it was the first time a network had imposed a five-second tape delay on the Super Bowl, a sensitivity that no doubt reflects a lingering reaction. They're lingering with their finger, and they're fingering. Oh, I can't say that. They're lingering reaction to Janet Jackson's famous wardrobe malfunction two years ago. The Stones probably didn't mind either. It brought a little rock and roll danger to the ultimate safe gig. If they're lucky, it distracted attention from their mediocre show. Like I said, amen. They are old and stodgy and ancient, man. you got to know when to hang it up like me. This is my last show today. I'm out of here. Old and feeble. Outside. By the way, the sun is shining right now, so the little tiny bit of snow that we had overnight, it's melting. No snow. Supposed to have a big storm here this past weekend. Didn't happen. Kind of like like uh, Dion Warwick said, it walked on by or blew on by. It blew. Jagger at 62 is still force of nature, strutting and dancing across the stage, designed as a replica of their famed Wagging Tongue logo. The band's performance felt ragged. They seemed just warming up during the opening Start Me Up, and a three-song set affords no such luxury. The Stones chose three tough rockers, including the best song from their well-received recent album, and one of the most enduring hits. Here's one we could have done at Super Bowl One. Jagger Riley said, introducing Satisfaction. It was their best, most energetic effort, ending with Jagger blowing a kiss to the audience. But unlike U2's performance four years ago at the Super Bowl, their set was not an example of a band at its peak rising to the majesty of the event. Oh, U2, when's that going to happen? I must have missed that. They're rising to their peak? Yeah. Some in Detroit called the city's rich musical history was snubbed when the Stones were selected. Yeah, how come they didn't have the uh, Funk Brothers there? Would that have been great? I'd have watched that. Me too. Even if the Super Bowl had Motown-themed halftime shows twice in the past 25 years, this year's Motown tribute came before the game. Stevie Wonder was the centerpiece, singing a medley of his hits with the help of John Legend, Joss Stone, and India Ari. Ari. What's that? What's what? What's India Ari? Ari, that's a, a yeah. R&B, I believe. Right. R&B. You believe? I know. You think? Pretty sure. It was a typical monument to excess with a stage more crowded than a train station at rush hour was marred by microphones that occasionally malfunctioned at the junction. Brightly clad dancers hoofed it incongruously when Wonder sang a portion of his angry ghetto tale living for the city at one point pretending to fight each other. Like a scene from Batman. Most importantly, the medley format did a disservice to the musicians. They rushed through the songs as if at a fast food service line. With hours of meaningless pregame hoopla, couldn't they be given five minutes more to finish a few songs? The National Anthem offered a particularly odd partnership, Aaron Neville and Dr. John, in a tribute to Hurricane Ravage New Orleans, with Detroit favorite Urethra Franklin. 
Neville sang half of the song in his feathery soft voice, then was never heard from again when Franklin blew the dome's roof off. She barely needed a microphone. <laughs> By the way, right. you know, you talked about Mike Holmgren looking huge. Yeah. She, she, she was about to explode. Really? Urethra, man, she's just bursting at the scene. She's a growing uh, star. All right. She just won a little R-E-F-P, however you spell that. But it was scary. It had, like, the whole uh, the whole choir in the background. You thought you were at, like, a black church on Sunday. Really? Well, that's, how about the choir in the back of, oh, you haven't watched Standing in the Shadows of Motown yet? They got the choir in the back there. Yeah, but it was very, it was very church-like, this I see. national anthem. Well, well listen, when you're, in Detroit, when you're in Detroit, you got to pray a lot, like to get home alive at night. Beast made it back alive after wandering through uh, 12th Street in uh, the middle of the night. And I finally talked him off the dollar wheel of fortune. I've talked both of us off of that. It's for a sucker bet. You can't win. There's no upside, baby. No upside. There's the downside, but there ain't no upside. So I, I don't play that one when the slots come down here? You play whatever you want. 27, you, you lose your ass. 27 after 10 at QAM. Hey, uh, guys, Valentine's Day is next Tuesday. The last thing you want to do is spend the weekend shopping. So here's what you want to do. Send a pajamagram. A pajamagram is the perfect way to spoil your wife or girlfriend and give her what she really wants. So receive the best pajamas delivered in a hat box you'll love, along with a lavender sachet, a gift card, and a do-not-disturb sign all free. Sending a pajamagram only takes a few minutes, but she'll think you spent a month planning it, that you're really clever even if you're not. Shop online at pajamagram.com or call 1-800-GIVE-PJs. Find all the top brands from comfy to sexy. Great bath and body gifts, too. All that spa stuff that women just love. Plus, the packaging is amazing, so you don't have to wrap anything. A pajama gram makes the perfect gift, and best of all, they'll think of you every time she puts it on. Women want to be pampered, and this is a gift you'll both love. Valentine's Day delivery is guaranteed, so call 1-800-GIVE-PJs or visit pajamagram.com right now. That's pajamagram.com or 1-800-GIVE-PJs, and be sure and tell them that Ancient Neil told you to call. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. You get a lot of it. I like to go fishing inside the shower store. Slip side as I go squishing and splatter off the wall. I bend over, over, try to aim it at my face. Thirty-three, twenty-seven before eleven and five sixty. WQM. The Super Bowl is over, and now what? For all you sports nerds out there, huh? Well, what are the sports talk shows going to talk about between now and April uh, fifteen or whenever the NFL draft is? Anything? The Super Bowl. Oh, 
No, don't forget about. Yeah. How could you forget? And then there's always that. And then we love the Panthers. They're really bad. Huh? What about that? Mm-hmm. Got walloped right up there in Atlanta, 6-4 the other night. They win one, lose a couple. They're just, uh, nobody cares. No, I mean, nobody cares. Trust me when I tell you. So I don't know what that, we'll, we'll leave it to them. You know, like I said, we had a divorce last week from uh, all the rest of that stuff, so that's fine. Irate driver. A lot of angry people out there. I told you the religionists are crazy, but they're not the only ones. Irate driver tortures showroom. Gerald Georgettis apparently thought he got a raw deal on a new car. So he plowed the Ford Escape he didn't want through the glass showroom, poured gasoline on it, and set the North Dade Metro Ford dealership on fire, Dade police said yesterday. A little bit over the top, don't you think? <laughs> People know. getting pissed off, setting buildings on fire. We don't like your cartoon. We don't like the deal we got on our uh, Ford. Well, uh, crazy people. He caused nearly a million dollars in damage, scorching around a dozen cars, including a new rare Ford G uh, GT Heritage, fire officials said. George Edis, 56, a supervisor with the city of North Miami Beach, walked away from the dealership Saturday afternoon as if nothing had happened. Police caught up with him a few blocks away from the dealership in 9000 Northwest 7th Avenue. He was arrested without incident. Police charged him with first-degree arson, a felony, and with felony criminal mischief, he posted a $1,500 bond yesterday. George Edis couldn't be reached for comment. The management, uh, the dealership manager declined to comment. But those who knew, know George Edis were shocked at his apparent act of buyer's rage. Oh, buyer's rage. Yeah. Oh, there's a new one for you. A little anger management, yeah. he'll be just fine. Well, you know how when you pay for something, you don't get it? Right. North Miami Beach Mayor Raymond F. Marin was stunned to hear Georgettis, whose duties include managing the city's Jules Littman Performing Arts Theater, could do such a thing. He's a nice guy. I didn't know him to be a malicious or anything, Marin said. He's always been nice to me and the pipples he knows. It's unclear what Georgettis' status with the city will be due to his arrest. The incident played out on a busy Saturday afternoon at the dealership. According to Dade Police, Georgettis was fuming over the price he had paid. A new one goes for about twenty grand, and it's unknown what price he paid for a new beige Ford Escape SUV. Uh, on Saturday, he went back to the dealership. It's unclear what he was told, but he was angered with the final agreement. He calmly got into the car, drove it through the window, sending glass shattering everywhere. <laughs> he then doused gasoline or some flammable fluid on the escape and other cars and struck a match. Denise Cruz, another customer, witnessed the jaw-dropping incident. She had brought her car to be serviced and said she was in line when she saw Georgetta's careen into the showroom. At first, I thought someone had pushed the accelerator instead of the brakes by accident, she said, but this dude drove through the showroom on purpose. <laughs> He's creating a, a drive through man. There are a lot of those in South Florida, all over the state. Only He's only 56. Cruz described the scene as pure panic with people screaming, He's got a bomb! She said that once the man was in the showroom, she saw him reach over to the passenger side for something that heard a loud boom. Flames were everywhere, she said. The place was absolutely... Flaming! But to her surprise, Georgettis, wearing a bright orange shirt and khaki shorts, was calm and just strolled away. The fire just walked... He just walked on by. The fire just spread away. through the dealership and destroyed cars, computers, and paperwork. Among the cars damaged was a rare baby blue 2006 Ford GT Heritage a limited edition model out of only 250 that made that sells for 150 grand. Won't see that no more. A similar rage incident happened in 94 when Stephanie Elaine Harden, angered at Pep Boys Mechanics, walked into that store showroom at 3388 North State Road 7 and poured gasoline on the floor and then lit a match. She was arrested on charges of arson. Boy, a lot of angry. That's buyer's rage, baby. I'm pissed off. I'm going to burn the place down. Yeah. How do you like that? And... Yeah. Well, that, that's just a, a lead-in.
to these crazy religious nuts, and excuse me for the redundancy. Right. I mean, come on already. Wait, and you people in the media once again. Oh, here we go again. The Fuhrer over the editorial cartoons. The Fuhrer. See, there's uh, the, the Fuhrer. Fuhrer. The, the, well, she's talking about Bush again, the Fuhrer, without the mustache. In fact, I guarantee you, if you checked it out real close, it's Hitler without the mustache. Now, let's see. What is this? QAM newsletter, full of useful information. It's blank. <laughs> Listen, you know, it goes, oh, this is from somebody at University Dodds, who probably the cow sent this. QM newsletter. It's blank. Well, I think that's our new motto now. The less said, the better. Isn't that the new motto? That's that's a good idea. The less said, the better. Speaking of less, Paul and Mary Ford. Vaya con Dios. Remember that? That's our uh, song we're going to play for Mo. Vaya con Dios. And, no, let's, uh, and the same for Greg Reed, by the way. Vaya con Dios. Yeah, get lost. Which of these best describes you? I'll say the story about the, uh, the ragheads. It just, you know, and then they're showing it again. Yeah. Was reinforced with very heavy burning buildings steel. down and rioting. And there's four people dead, by the way. I just thought you might want to know that. Yeah, I know. Four people dead in cartoon protests, and we're supposed to like take this seriously. <laughs> four people dead in cartoon protests. So you imagine if you really do something to piss them off, they might like fly planes into a building or something like that, and kill thousands of innocent people. Mm-hmm. You know. This 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 sucking up to religious nutcases, man. I'm tired of it. Been tired of it all my life, but you people in the media, I mean, there is no rationalizing this. This is no different from any other kind of religious insanity. But nevertheless, media scared to death of anything having to do with religion. We don't want to offend anybody, right? Why the hell not? Oh, because in fact, I thought that's what editorial cartoons are supposed to be. See, if if it's if it's in Saudi Arabia or one of the Muslim countries with cartoons depicting all the Jews with big noses and blood on their hands, that's okay. That's not the least bit offensive. But if it uh, anything to do with the Koran or, God forbid, with Muhammad, oh, yeah. what about if it was Muhammad Ali? Huh? Oh, that's okay. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. What about if it was Ted Kennedy picking uh, mashed potatoes out of his ears like we just saw in those hearings <laughs> a little while ago? Did you see that? No. Yeah, he was picking buds out of his ears. <laughs> I wish I could do that. Which of these best describes you? We're asking average 194. What's our vote, our, our vote total? 679. We got a shot at four, 4 million today. Average 194, I have no life, 129. I have no life. Believe me, we've talked a lot of you, and we believe it. Hot stud, 47. Likely story. Get you a mirror and check that again. Fat slob, 40. Break the mirrors and don't look again. Neurotic, 34. Computer nerd, 34. I'm a fat Jew, 32. Lazy turd, 28. Julio, 24. Old troll, 20. Redneck, 19. Young punk, 16. Racist, 13. Wallflower, 11. Chocolate, chocolate, 11. Got to say it right. Chocolate. Chocolate. Yeah. Or is that Jocolot? You wear your Jocolot? Every day. Closet case, 10. Screaming queen, 10. And hateful bitch, 7. Well, isn't that special? <laughs> 20 before 11. Well, we've got some hateful bitches out there. In fact, George, uh, yeah, well, I know, I know he knows some. Uh-huh. One. Okay, guys. Speaking of that, Valentine's Day is next Tuesday. The last thing you want to do is spend your weekend at the mall, wasting your time. Well, the weekend, yeah, that next weekend. Here are three words for you. Vermont Teddy Bear. Call one of their bear counselors at 1-800-829-BEAR, and they'll help you choose the perfect bear for your wife or girlfriend. They'll deliver right on Valentine's Day with free chocolate and a gift card in their famous box. Ask about the Love Bandit Bear, the Lover Boy Bear, the Mad About You Bear, the new Red Hot Redneck. For about the price of a dozen roses, which, of course, are wilted and dead in just a few hours, you'll be giving her something she'll love forever. 
Vermont Teddy Bears are the only bears handmade in America and guaranteed for life. And best of all, she'll be thinking about you every time she hugs her bear. Make this Valentine's Day the best one ever with a gift you'll love and always remember. Call 1-800-829-BEAR or shop online at vermontteddybear.com today. Send a creative gift to the alternative to flowers. Valentine's Day delivery is guaranteed, by the way. Call 1-800-829-BEAR, B-E-A-R, 1-800-829-BEAR, and be sure and tell them that old Neil told you to call. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Know that the Lord even loves Neil Rogers. Uh, How may I be helping you today? Hey. Would you please be having a blue slurpee? We are having a sale on camels. We have had about many flavors. I'm afraid that is not feasible. Okay, I'm telling you everything. My skin may be brown, but inside I think Yes, it's true, it put our women in bags It is only because they smell so bad You can blame a group for the actions of a group But we do not drink our wee wee smell like our food Let's do something in front of me Ragged I keep up my beer with my face to me Oh yeah, we're very offended. We're gonna like burn your building down, and we're not gonna eat no more Danish. You know, one one country I've always been really angry at is the Danes. You know, Denmark. Okay, why is that? I don't know. Just too many 7-Elevens. Nazi sympathizers. I mean, I mean all the innocuous uh, people in the world, you know, and a lot of them look pretty good, too, by the way. Uh, pretty good restaurants there as well, but I, a lot of 7-Elevens. Mm-hmm. And? Denmark. You know, they pretty much mind their own business these days. And, uh, you know, and they, so they have an opinion. Somebody wrote a cartoon they didn't like, like sure. Doonesbury. Too bad. All you uh, fanatical ragheads out there, I mean, it need to take some anger management would be good before you blow the whole damn world up. Crazy people. Idea. Remember Ishka Bibble? Well, these are just the Bibble part. <laughs> like that, yeah. Good golly. Just take a chill pill, man, and calm down. Well, they could have the class right there at the madrasa. Just like that business at uh, Gitmo when they were, like, all bent out of shape. They're flushing the Koran down the toilet. Well, you know what? All these books, that's a good place for it. Yeah. Probably plug up the uh, latrine, but nevertheless... The Bible and the uh, Koran and uh, the, uh, what's the Joseph Smith? The tablets, take two and call us in the morning, whatever oh, the, those things are. The Book of they, Mormon. Huh? The Book of Mormon. Moron. Right. right. It's all crap. Get with it, okay? Jesus, come out of the dark ages and join the human race for Christ's sakes. Good golly. And, and watch the Super Bowl. Anyway, speaking of, before we get to that, mega rapper Buster Rhymes. Is he kind of like Buster Move? No. no. Buster but... Rhymes narrowly escaped death early yesterday. Are you aware of this? I am now. You told me this morning. Well, yeah, but Josh ain't. I, I heard it as well. As his bling handler was killed in a hail of bullets after several rowdies were booted from a Brooklyn soundstage where the performer was shooting a celebrity-studded video. Oh, man, his bling handler was killed. A lot of dead rap people, you know. They get a, they get a bum rap. Their shooting started, our shooting stopped, said Kay, a man who was part of the technical crew for Rhymes' video version of the song, Touch It. And they kiss the cactus studio in Greenpoint. Kiss the cactus and then touch it, or the other way around. How do you like that? A lot of bullets coming out those bling handlers. These days. Oh yeah, 
Not a good profession, all you kids out there. If you want to be something good when you grow up, don't become a bling handler. Tell you what, somebody touches my bling, I'll shoot him. Yeah, bang, bang. Don't handle that. your bling. Well, look at this. A call coming in here. WQAM, hello. And they're not there anymore. That's good. That's the kind of mood I'm in today, These, uh, this whole business with this Super Bowl. It was just uh, caca, man. Big buildup. Stones there, about 150 years old, you know. Old and crappy. Just get, get, go away already, will you please? Just go away. How many trillion dollars do you think they made already? They're sure not doing it for the money. No. What are they doing it for? For the halibut. Let's see. You need to add anal to this poll, then I can vote. Signed to somebody here. Okay, let's add that anal. Got it? Got it. Okay, somebody out there is anal. I wonder if that must be Greg Kotex, who's, uh, he must be awfully anal if he's all, oh, we didn't want it to get weird, it was just supposed to be for fun. Well, we had a tremendous amount of fun with it. How do you like that, Greg? We had a lot of fun. And that's just the way it goes. You didn't have any fun because your buddy Alan Downtown Brown and all your other cohorts across the street. Oh, gee, Greg, that's not how it was supposed to come out. You promised us you'd make us look like the big heroes and we look like a bunch of bozos. Oh, what was us? Too bad. Bunch of silly crybabies, man. WQAM, hello. Oh, hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm probably a little late, but I uh, I heard late. earlier you were you were talking about um, Wolfie's restaurant. Maybe I'm a little late, but uh, yeah, that, that was place... about a year ago, Sukas. But go ahead. Oh man, that place was great. A lot of good yid food. I used to eat there all the time. Yeah. Up on the beach, they had the greatest uh, pickled tomatoes. I don't know if uh-huh. you like those. No. They used to leave them out like the good jellies on the table, so you can get yeah. in there. Okay, well that's uh, ancient. It's very boring. Five six seven oh five sixty. Pound, was that pathetic or what? Pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Royal. Like, we need a primer on uh, Wolfie's, okay? On the pickles. And how about the cold slaw? Huh? Yeah, Schmuck? good. Yeah. How about the waitresses that used to tear off their aprons and run out of there screaming, I can't handle it anymore. This is a bunch of crazy people. And, and like, uh, and throw the silverware down. That, that was the exciting part. Forget yeah. about the stupid uh, dill pickles. Right, and the liver dip. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, check this out. It's kind of funny to me that last night's Super Bowl was just disgusting all the way through. When was the last time you seen a um, uh, halftime show outperformed by the pregame show? You know, it was just well, I don't watch either one of them, so I'm very pleased. I, I guess I made the right <laughs> choice. Well, at the same time, it's kind of funny that, uh, you know, just the commercials stunk. The game wasn't all that great and all that other good stuff. Yeah. And I, was, I was basically bored. It was I, like I feel, I feel like we had many, well, I only watched the second half, but I feel like the public had many hours of their lives stolen away by hype. It, How unusual was, that is. It was movie gate, trust me. It was all about the whole Janet Jackson thing, and they, they yeah. tried to make it as bland as possible and mm-hmm. all that other good stuff. Now, one more thing. i got to admit, I do listen to uh, the Libertad show, and yeah. I'm one of them. But the thing is, it's a different type of type of sports show to me because mm-hmm. it's like entertaining, like you yeah. Okay, are, like, great. Well, I'm telling you, uh, give him back the fifty bucks, okay? Because your call was definitely not worth it. Take, I would say, maybe thirty, okay? Five six seven oh five sixty. Not interested. That was last week, and this is now, okay? Oh, the bastard show. Oh, yeah, right. That's younger and hipper, great. and he talk, drops. Yeah, it's in. younger and hipper, and he's very entertaining. And how much more publicity can you give us? It, it won't do you any good, okay? Because once people hear it the first time, if they have an IQ larger than their thumbnail, they're gone. At any rate, let's see. Here's a, a fax from uh, somebody in Panama City, Matt Mayluk. Mayluk. It says, the word that describes me is not found anywhere in today's poll. Would you add the word gothic? Uh, yeah. 
Uh, I've often wondered how many other people like me listen to your show since we tend not to listen to radio at all. I've not listened to the radio since I was 15, save for the Neil Rogers show, and I'm 35 now. Born in Miami, I moved away from South Florida three years ago, but just to find another god-awful Florida destination. For the most part, oh, well, Panama City, what do you expect? For the most part, everybody where I live now are what George hit on the nail, religious, unchristian types. Bush supporting pompous asses. It sucks really bad here, and that's why I'm moving to Springfield, Mass. now, and hopefully soon. Thanks, Pally, and I love your show, says May Luck. And lots of luck, May Luck. Good luck to you. Put what's Gothic on there with a capital G, sure. please. What's a, so, what's a May Luck? Is that a guy, a chick, something in between? That's getting laid in the month that follows April. Well, good luck, May Luck. That's it. And in your case, unlikely. 5670560. Oh, Pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless. I'm going to intersperse some of your very entertaining calls. Let's reminisce about Pumpernick's next, okay, and about those great pickles they used to have on the table. Well, what about the basket with the, of bread with all the different And the basket of, bread. of uh, bread with the poppy seeds. I, mm. poppy. WQAM, hello. Hello. QAM, yes, sir. Your show's starting out a little slow today. Yeah, okay, yeah, and that's because you're on it. WQAM, hello. How's that for everyone? Five, six, seven. Okay, let me get back to the uh, crazy uh, ragheads. No, I mean, obviously, yeah, we tested the waters there a little bit, and it was, uh, it was polluted. They were polluted. You could smell it. You could feel it. A little brown. In fact, even the waters sounded a little chocolate to me. Four people have died as demonstrations against cartoons satirizing the prophet Muhammad intensify. Like that. It's a cartoon, baby. Well, we don't like it. Three people were killed when police in Afghanistan fired on protesters after a police station came under attack. In Somalia, a 14-year-old boy was shot dead and several others injured after protesters attacked the police. Demonstrations have also been taking place in India, Thailand, Indonesia, Iran, and Gaza. They followed attacks on Danish embassies in Syria and Lebanon over the weekend. The cartoons were first published in a Danish newspaper. Monday's deaths were thought to be the first, but officials in Lebanon have not confirmed that a demonstrator died yesterday after jumping from the third floor of the Danish embassy in Beirut to escape a fire. Hundreds of people took part in a morning demonstration in Afghanistan's Logman province in a second day of protest in that city. I mean, thank God that everything else in the world is under control and everybody's doing well. That they've got all this spare time to get all bent out of shape about some stupid-ass cartoon. Oh, you can't make fun of the of Mohammed and you can't satirize the Koran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Demonstrators shouted, death to Denmark and death to France in your pants, and called for diplomats and soldiers from both countries to be kicked out of Afghanistan. Well, it's about time they're pissed off at France. Both France and Denmark sent troops to Afghanistan as part of international efforts in the U.S.-led so-called war on terror. They want to test our feelings, protester Maoli Abdul Qahar Abu Azara told the BBC. Boy, got about 17 different names. They want to know whether Muslims are extremists or not. Death to them in the newspapers, you said. They want to know as if we need, like, uh, we need to test the waters on that. I don't think so. <laughs> in the port city of Wasaso in the autonomous Somali region of Puntland, police shot dead one protester and three more were injured after demonstrators threw stones and barricaded streets outside international aid agency buildings. Peaceful protests were held in several other Somali towns. Like I said, you don't want to eat Danish. You don't want to buy products made in Denmark. Have a great time, okay? This and 40 bucks will buy you like a half a cup of coffee in Beirut. That's it. But other than that, cut the crap already, will you please? All these all these getchkeys. That's the problem with the world, just like Alan Fickleson told me a long time ago. That's the one problem with the world. Too many getchkeys, man. Crazy getchkeys. And again, we apologize sincerely for the redundancy. Crap. Man, but my God's better than your God, and I'm going to get those seven virgins in heaven, and your God's full of crap, and that lake of fire. Oh, jeez. 
Wouldn't it be nice if we could find, like, a planet where we could get away? Maybe that new planet they just discovered is a place we can all go and get away from these, these crazy people. You mean the one on the other side of Uranus? Yeah. The one where they have no, it says, the big sign there they found says, no Getskis allowed. Wouldn't that be wonderful, huh? Oh, yeah. Got Curtis Stevenson coming up at 2 this afternoon as we continue with the revolving dough for Mo. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? Uh-huh. Said you want to look like a woman, got to dress like a woman. Said you want to look like a woman, got to dress like a woman. That means fire, burning out a fire. The feeling's thrilling, scaring all the children. Oh, God, don't do it for us now. So don't you make a pass now. Said you want to look like a woman, got to dress like a woman. I'm thinking about being a princess. Said you want to look like a woman, got to dress like a woman. Said you want to look like a woman. Heaven help us all. It's 11 o'clock. That's a good place for him, by the way. Bahrain. Excellent. Fit in like a rubber glove. And, of course, if it's uh, full of uh, Schmidt, it will not fit. Two people died over the weekend that we might care about. One of them, anyway. If you want to see something really grotesque, you must do it right now. Okay. Uh, although I don't know where you'd find this. If you go on our website, what day did we have that? Was it on Saturday or yesterday? About uh, Al Lewis and uh, Betty Friedan? I don't know. I can Google it. Well, no, 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 I don't want you to Google it. I want you just to check the stories on our website and go back to the Betty Friedan one and see the picture. Oh, my. Oh, my God. God. Wow. <clears throat> she did look like a day over 400. Anyway, Al Lewis died. Grandpa. Grandpa Munster. Frequent guest on the Stern Show, by the way. By the way, you picking that up for free yet or what? Huh? Al Lewis, the cigar-chopping patriarch, patriarch of the Munsters, whose work as a basketball scout, restaurant, tour, and political candidate, never eclipsed his role as grandpa from the TV sitcom, died years after years of failing health. He was 95. One story in the Toronto Star said he was 82. It's only a 13-year mistake. Get it right, eh? Lewis, with his wife at his bedside, passed away Friday night. His wife, he had a wife, you know, and that was really shocking. Said Bernard White, program director at WBAI-FM, where the actor hosted a weekly radio program. White made the announcement on the air during the Saturday slot where Lewis usually appeared. He won't be here today because he's dead. To say that we'll miss his generous, cantankerous, engaging spirit is a profound understatement, White said. Lewis, sporting a somewhat cheesy Dracula outfit, became a pop culture icon, playing the irascible father-in-law to Fred Gwynn's ever-bumbling Herman Munster. I thought that was uh, John Kerry. On the 64 to 66 TV show, he was also one of the stars in another classic TV comedy, playing Officer Leo Schnauzer on Car 54, Where Are You? A really, really bad show. Really, really bad. But Lewis's life off the small screen ranged far beyond his acting antics. A former ba a ball player at Thomas Jefferson High School, he achieved notoriety as a basketball talent scout, familiar to coaching greats like Jerry Tarkinian and Red Auerbach. He operated a successful Greenwich Village restaurant, Grandpa's, where he was a regular presence, chatting with customers, posing for pictures, and signing autographs. Just two years short of his 90th birthday, a ponytail Lewis ran as the Green Party candidate against incumbent Governor George Pataki. Lewis campaigned against draconian drug laws and the death penalty while going to court in a losing battle to have his name appear on the ballot as Grandpa Al Lewis. He didn't win, of course, but did manage to collect more than 52,000 votes. Lewis was born Alexander Meister. Okay. Ready for that? Why not? He was the Grandpa Meister. 
Ah, uh, what do you know? So I'm on this he story. Would, what did you, what was I supposed to look at? Betty Friedan. The picture. Go go back to the link. Of, of, and hopefully uh, the the place where I got it from is one of the ones where it had the a picture of her. No, I got a picture of him. Ah, Jesus K Christ. I got CNN.com. And oh, CNN. man. Well, yeah, yeah, I don't want to spoil your lunch. John Baker's bringing you uh, goodies later. I don't want to spoil your appetite. I have seldom in my life seen anything like that. I don't even know what it is. Lewis was born Alexander Meister in upstate New York before his family moved to Brooklyn, where the 6-1 team began a lifelong love affair with basketball. He later became a vaudeville and circus performer, but his career didn't take off until TV did the same. Lewis's officer, Schnauzer, Played opposite Fred Gwynn's officer Mary Francis Muldoon in Car 54, Where Are You? A comedy about a Bronx police precinct that aired from 61 to 63. A year later, the duo appeared in The Munsters, taking up residence at the fictional 1313 Mockingbird Lane. And it says, Lewis rarely slowed down opening his restaurant hosting his WBAR radio program. At one point during the 90s, he was a frequent guest in the Howard Stern radio show, once sending the shock jock diving for the, the delay button by leading an undeniably obscene chant against the FCC. How do you like that? Our kind of guy. Right. Now, this is uh, Betty Friedan, uh, F-R-I-E-D-A-N that I'm supposed right. to Oh, my. It, it's, a, it's a man, baby. Yeah, I've exactly. every picture of her on the Internet. In fact, uh, Al Lewis was a lot lovelier looking than she was. Good again. God. Wow, exactly. And she was a lot more macho than Al, too, I believe. He also popped up in other movies. They shoot horses, don't they, and married to the mob. In 2003, he was hospitalized for an angioplasty. Complications during surgery led to emergency bypass and the amputation of his right leg below the knee and all the toes on his left foot. Oh, geez. He spent the next month in a coma, kind of like pericoma. A year later, he was back offering his recollections of a seminal punk band on the DVD, Ramon's Raw. He survived by his wife, three sons, and four grandchildren. And it goes round and... Perry's uh, dead, still dead, by the way, and who would know the difference? And also over the weekend died... A uh, feminist author, Betty Friedan, 85, who finally we found out was a man. No wonder she was a feminist. Betty Friedan, whose manifesto, The Feminine Mystique, became a bestseller of the 60s and laid the groundwork for the modern feminist movement, died Saturday. She, on her birthday, she was 85. See that? My mother died on his birthday, on, on its birthday, and Betty Friedan on its birthday. She was 85. She died at the home, at home of a congestive heart failure. Her assertion in her 1963 bestseller that having a husband and babies was not everything and that women should aspire to a separate identity as an individual was highly unusual, if not revolutionary, just after the baby and suburban booms of the Eisenhower era. I like Kike. The feminine mystique, she said, was a phony bill of good society, told the women that left them unfulfilled, suffering from the problem that's known, that, the problem that has no name. And seeking, <laughs> and seeking a solution in tranquilizers and psychoanalyzation. A woman's got to be able to say and not feel guilty, who am I and what do I want out of life? Who am I, like Admiral Stockdale? She mustn't feel selfish and neurotic if she wants goals of her own outside of her husband and children. She said, that book changed women's lives. In racial, political, and sexual conflicts of the 60s and 70s, Fidan was one of the most commanding voices and recognizable presences in the women's movement. I'm looking at that picture, ready to have a movement of my own, a big, gigantic one. Wow. Take a puke at that. I did. Wow. Is that a nose or a shark fin? Five six seven oh five sixty. Did we add Gothic on air for our? Uh, we did Gothic friend. And he he voted very good. Nice going, May uh, May Luke, whatever your name was. Seven hundred and fifty four vote on there. We're gonna make a thousand today during the show. Eat your heart out, Danny LeBastard. Just just amazing. Yeah, but talk about ego. How many of those uh, setup calls we get from over there? Well, he's very entertaining, and he's younger and hipper than that old uh, troll from Ohio. You guys got yeah right. Your mama. WQAM, hello. 
Hi. Good morning, Jeff. Yes, sir. Hi. Um, a movie warning for you. Yes. Uh, don't even think about sending Greg Reed's money to go see The Family Stone. Okay. Not that it I would. Is, it is awful. Really? It's, it's with Diane Keaton. Of course, if you like to see her mastectomy scar, mm-hmm. then you might want to see it. Well, what's it all about? Oh, it's about a, a family, a dysfunctional family, and changing partners. The, the, the two kids uh, come home, and they eventually change uh, fiancés. It's the most, it's the dumbest thing. And and uh, Sarah Jessica Porker is in it, too. Oh, God. Well, that's all I need to know. So how big is that scar? <laughs> it's about 30, man. Yeah, about 30 feet long. It's bad. I just okay. wanted to warn you about that Thanks one. for saving us some money, Pally. Thank you. Okay. We'll see. Don't go see it, folks. Okay, save your money. Go out and uh, pick up that video. What's the movie? A Face in the Crowd? Is that it? I go out, guy. I saved the thing that the guy faxed over the weekend, the one that's supposed to be like uh, the uh, precursor to Network. Oh, okay. The forerunner, the five runner. Let me write it down. Yeah, a face in the crowd. And I, ne- I never went out and got it. I didn't. Also, didn't go out and get Schindler's List. I'm not going to watch Schindler's List. It's a Jew movie. All right. Face in the crowd. Don't you remember I read you the review, et cetera, and so on? Yeah. And, I Oh, it says, just like Tim Robbins' snide pseudo-documentary Bob Roberts, both these pictures have almost as much contempt for the lemmings in the audience as for the manipulative monsters who heard them over the cliff. Well, that's a guy like that. Because you know how much contempt we have for the nerds in the audience. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I want to know if anybody else is pissed off at the way they hype up these stupid Super Bowl commercials. They're no different than any other commercial. Yeah, I, I have a solution for it. I don't watch them. I don't watch them. They're dumb as can be, yeah. and then uh, and then uh, they pay two and a half million dollars to sponsors to air these stupid things mm-hmm. because they hype the people up into believing they're going to be uh, watched more and be. Uh, it's all a bunch of bull crap. It's all a bunch of M O N E Y, baby. It's all. Oh, pissed off me! I'm, I'm a freaking. I would drive like a Mack truck through some of the dealership I'm right now. I'm just... to uh, find the first uh, school bus and rear end it and uh, make the news. <laughs> all right. Have a good time. Yeah, the hell with this anger management stuff, man. We're getting pissed off. We're going to start to, you know, see a cartoon you don't like, go shoot somebody. Burn a building down. You hear a radio show that's uh, boring, uh, you know, go uh, take a big dump in the middle of the street. People are getting really frustrated and angry. You're upset with the administration. You're upset about them uh, tapping your phone and opening your mail and uh, finding out what books you're uh, reading and buying and stuff like that. Go pee on their lawn there in the White House. Yeah, that's, that's right. Send a picture. God, people are really, and rightfully so, because that's what it's all about now, is, is selling the public a big bill of goods for a pile of crap. That's it. That's what the world's all about now. Crap. Just like this uh, raghead business they're having. Oh, the Danish show, they're disrespecting me. Well, you know, something too freaking bad. Get a sense of humor, lighten up a little bit, a couple of shades anyway, and, and cut the crap already. Any excuse that these people can find, they're right away, oh, they're rioting, they're burning people down, they're killing. Uh, it's just, it's pathetic. Mm-hmm. And, and every time they do stuff like this, every time it's another bunch of that all it does is reinforce the image that we're getting of uh, people who have absolutely no respect for human life, who are just uh, crazed, crazed and insane with this religious crap. And any time I see people getting down on the floor on a carpet and sticking their ass up in the air, it looks awfully Yay. to me, I don't know, and rocking back and forth, and they're davening, and the Orthodox Jews, they're at the wall with the big hats and all the schmatas on. It's the middle of July. It's 140 degrees in the desert, and the Negev over there, and they're davening, and Baruch HaTah, they're, they're uh, schmacking their schmatas on the wall there. Oh, God. Hey, don't leave the Catholics out with the whips and chains. Oh, that, that goes without saying. And, and all the accoutrements that go along with That's it. That's right. Blood, baby. Oh, man.
The body of Christ. Oh, give me uh, Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, you ought to see that. Now, you already did see in that movie. Which one was it? With uh, No, that's in Sleepers. You haven't watched that again. No, I saw Sleepers. I haven't watched it again. No, no, I, I understand. But I'm just saying that De Niro's in there, plays the priest who lies on the witness stand. They get all his buddies off. And so uh, they come to church, and he's sticking the wafer. Was it Brad Pitt? I forget he was sticking something in Brad Pitt's uh, The Body of Christ. You know, and they're like, oh, yeah, The Body of Christ, my ass. Where there's a will, there's a wafer. Yeah, they're macking on poor Jesus again, as somebody we know would say. Okay. Huh. The blood of Christ, the body. Oh, stop already, will you people? Stop it. <laughs> no, Don't you understand when you've been manipulated, you've been brainwashed, and you've been like through all these, uh, oh, my God, all these rituals, all these idiotic satanic rituals. Hey, you got to get that with The devil's got to be in their pantaloons, man. It's got to be. Nobody's sane. Nobody with a brain does all of this stuff just because somebody told them to do it. God. If somebody told you to go in the middle of the Julia Tuttle Causeway and take your pants down and do a gigantic dump in the middle of the road, would you do it? Probably. Well, Probably uh, if God told you to do it, or if Jesus told you to do it, or certainly if Mohammed told people to do it. Man, what a crappy road that would turn into. Good golly, Miss Molly. Well, what, what is the hope, man? What have I told you for a long time? It's got nothing to do with being cynical or, or negative or sour or anything like that. It's just got to do with being realistic, and it's not a very pretty picture, man. The human race is crazy. About 75% of the human race are crazier than a bed bug, and the other 25% of the rest of us, we have to suffer for right, it. We're hostage. We've been taken hostage, that's right. Just like that Greg Kotex poll there in the Herald. It was hijacked. By Neil Rogers and his audience, his Farbison audience there, QAM, who won't let us have our phone over here and pretend that we got this big audience for that very hip and young uh, goofball they got on the air, who most people hate like poison, by the way. And then, of course, they also got the uh, juice and the toast and etc. Oh, thank you for all the free publicity and promotion. Yeah, and let me say it again: the cocoa from Cro uh, the, co the cocoa from Chronic. The chronic from Cocoa Beach. Next time you waste your time sending a fax to us, we wouldn't even wipe Greg Reed's ass with it. How do you like that? Get out of our face. Go away. N talk about neurotic. Jesus. One day, just kissy, 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 then like three days later, your ratings suck and you're a piece of crap and how dare you. Uh, just, just lunatics, man. They're everywhere. Thank God. I'll tell you one thing that keeps me going. You know what? What? No, I'm serious, because thank God we got at least one stable person in this audience. <laughs> There you go. Always keep that in mind when you're ready to give out, you know, throw in the towel, give up the ghost. We always got that to fall back on. <laughs> 13 past 11 at 560 WQAM. When it comes to mattresses, a lot of gimmicks. The latest are sleep numbers, otherwise known as air mattresses. They're only warranted in full for two years. They squeak, they pop, they can lose their setting during the night, and they cost a fortune. If you really want a high-quality brand-name mattress that will last you for years and years, then call our good friends at Dial a Mattress at 1-800-MATTRESS. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll get no runarounds, no showroom shenanigans, just factory direct prices on the best brands that you know, trust, and love. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you can pick from Florida's largest inventory of Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, Tempur-Pedic, and Stearns and & Foster Hewitt, all ready for same-day delivery at prices lower than the so-called big-name Shane stores, even during their so-called big sales. Call 1-800-MATTRESS, and you can have the bed you want delivered the date and time you want it in a two-hour delivery window that you choose. So many people, including yours truly, at QMR Satisfied Customers, and I guarantee you, I'll bet you Maddie Bell's life on it that you will be, too. Call today, 1-800-MATTRESS, or log on to their website, mattress.com, and do your shopping right there. That's 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Leave off the last S because it stands for Super Savings. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 Q. Rock Solid.
This is Larry King, and they don't come any better than Neil Rogers. In 1611, the Bible was translated from Latin into the King James Bible. And now, well over three centuries later, Books on Tape presents the King James Bound Bible. James recites the book of Genesis. Didn't know it. That be fun. The story of Moses and the burning bush. Hot and the Tower of Babel. Now you know how to have fun. There's the New Testament, too. Lazarus, raised from the dead. Get up. Get over James sings from the book of Matthew. Jacob. Luke. And, of course, the book of James. Ow. All the most beloved Bible stories, as only James could tell them. The betrayal by Judas. Jump back. I want to kiss myself. And, of course, the resurrection. No one knows more about Judgment Day than the Godfather of Souls. And so James also sings of the famous flames. The King James Brown Bible. It's 1118. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord and pass the uh, ammunition. Right? Right. I'm going to Or just pass the plate and then pass the ammunition. Well, what's your very favorite organization outside of the U.S. government? Favorite organization? PETA. There's a clue. Oh, boy. Declaring war on milk is a cause unlikely to win many converts. Although it's a good idea, by the way. Cow's milk is not for humans. I, I realize that sounds awfully stupid, but it's not for human beings. Remember the human beings and nobody but me? Nobody right. but Mo? Want to hear something? No. Well, if you got it, do you really have the human beings and nobody but me? Yeah, give me Which that. has been used probably for more, more TV commercials than any other song. There it is. The Human Beings. A medley of their smack. No, no, no. No, 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 Okay. Declaring war on milk is a cause unlikely to win many converts. On the other hand, on the other hand, depicting nubile young women getting drunk and pulling their tops off is more or less guaranteed to hold the momentary attention of at least 50% of the planet. Even I might take a quick puke at that. Peter. That appears to be the logic behind the latest advertising campaign from People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, or better known as Peter. the leading U.S. animal rights campaign organization. A lavishly produced TV spot mimics the publicity for a sexploitation video venture called Girls Gone Wild, although we're coming out with our own called Getchke's Gone Wild, which I think really epitomizes what's happening in the world today much better. <laughs> uh, Good-looking college girls go on a spring break and flash for the cameras. But in the PETA version... PETA... Uh, the girls have udders instead of breasts, which will soon uh, will soon start leaking milk. Yeah. So in other words, this is the this is the udder version. Got me peaked. Using the slogan "Milk on Wild," the adverts aren't so much shocking. As, well, this is in the uh, independent UK, so it says adverts. The adverts aren't so much shocking as laugh out loud ridiculous. It's not clear what link is being made between the exhibition of college girls and the supposed inequities of milk. So they only a uh, visit to the Milk on Wild website, and if you, in other words, the PETA people are even against milk. I thought I explained it to you. No. They're against any human interaction with any animal for any reason whatsoever, including pets. Even if you, like, pat your dog on the head, that's bad? No pets. I had a dream last night about finding a little minpin uh, sitting down at the side of my bed. looked just like Tiny. Ah. Yeah. What does that mean? Does that mean I'm going to get a dog? I can't have a dog no, in my just, building, huh? It just means you're remembering. It's a No, not dream. at all. No, this was a pleasant dream. I see. Only a visit to Milk on Wild website and viewing of a short documentary narrated by the actor Alec Baldwin explains the case against the accompaniment to every kid's bowl of breakfast cereal. Alec Baldwin, uh-huh, see, see? Mm -hmm. 
Milk Peter says is <laughs> Milk Peter says is the product of an industry gone wild, which cows are separated from their offspring, only to be slaughtered for meat once they've outlived their productivity. That's what Peter says. What would they have them to have you do? Just hang around, and look cute. I see. Milk, we are also told, contains pus and animal feces, and contrary to received wisdom that says its calcium is good for your bones, you might just as easily give you osteoporosis as preventive. Don't be drinking no cow's milk or animal's milk, okay? This is probably not a message that middle America is ready to hear, at least not without creating unfortunate backlash, nor is it likely to be heard on TV in any major markets. PETA offered to pay $2.2 million to ABC to air it during last night's Super Bowl, but got turned down on the grounds that the ad falls outside the boundaries of good taste. Well, did anybody taste Now, they could have had those girls gone wild on there and would have gotten a much right. bigger tune-in than the uh, Stones, I guarantee you that. Well, where can I get a hold of my commercial? I want to see the, uh, the leak. Well, call uh, up PETA. It says, this was admittedly a disingenuous reason. Previous Super Bowl ads have included a dog biting a man in the crotch, a flatulent horse, and any number of pitches for erectile dysfunction remedies. By now, crying foul about censorship is part and parcel of PETA's campaigning platform. PETA. The ad, meanwhile, remains freely available for anyone with access for, to a computer to watch. You ready? Uh-huh. And the verdict from iFilm, the online movie forum currently hosting the clip, it's utterly disgusting. Uh, iFilm. It doesn't have the uh, okay, actual no, website, but it'd be a small I, capital F. iFilm. That's fine. Got it? That's fine. I think that commercial might be a remedy for erectile dysfunction. Do you think so? Peter. I'll, I'll let you know. Okay, guess he's on wild. I'll count the nips. Okay, we'll take a look and see if it's utterly disgusting or not. Oh, so I'll tell you something that's disgusting. Interpol has issued an urgent global security alert after 23 dangerous individuals, including men identified as the mastermind of the attack on the USS Cole in 2000, escaped from a Yemeni prison. How do you like that? We just can't do nothing right. You know, the good guys, all the bad guys. You'd think Dade County Corrections was running that prison. That's for damn sure. That'd be a, in fact, that would be a good place to send Dade County, a punishment worthy of fate worse than death. The International Crime Fighting Organization said yesterday at least 13 of the 23 who escaped Friday were convicted al-Qaeda terrorists, some of whom were involved in attacks on U.S. and French ships in 2000 and 2002. They're doing a hell of a good job over there in, uh, where is it? Yemen? Yaman. Oh, Yaman. They're doing a good job, the Yemenis. Al-Qaeda terrorists have been deemed a serious threat to the entire world community by the U.N. Security Council, by Interpol, and by a wide range of countries. Interpol Security General, Secretary General Ron Noble, said in a statement. They escaped by a 150-yard long tunnel dug by the prisoners and co-conspirators outside. Their escape cannot be considered an internal problem for Yemen alone, is what it said. It's not just an internal problem for Yemen. Mm -hmm. Among the escapees was Jamal Ahmed Badawi, considered the mastermind behind the attack on U.S.'s cool October 12, 2000. Badawi was sentenced to death in September 2004 for plotting the attack. Two suicide bombers blew up an explosive. Well, we know about that. The attack killed 17 sailors, wounded 39 others. The FBI released a statement saying that information about the escape was currently coming in through government channels. We're closely monitoring the situation. Also among the escapees was Fawaz Yaha al-Rabi, one of those responsible for attacking the French tanker Limburg in 2002. The old Limburger guy. How do you like that? All right. Can't even keep them behind bars. See, the idea is if we're supposed to be getting rid of these people, it's like to kill them right on the spot, and then we don't have to worry about them no more. But no, we're too busy tapping your mail and your emails and reading your uh, mail and uh, monitoring your phone calls and uh, checking your uh, uh, whatever you're doing. Checking, checking your turlet. Mm -hmm. Five six seven oh five sixty. But that war on terror, I know it's hard work, but it's really going well. It's hard work. If somebody's going to call Al-Qaeda, we want to know what they're saying. There you go. And if somebody calls Al Goldstein, then we're going to really come and drag your ass away. Good thing I'm not talking to him no more. Probably can't afford a phone anyway now, poor Al. 
WQAM, hello. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. How, how are you? Okay. Uh, Ben de Pompano is here yet, Barry. Oh, here we go again with him. And guess what? That's his last uh, attempt. Trust me. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon singular wireless line. We got only two or three that we deal with like that, but that's uh, save you the aggravation. We'll, we'll we'll handle it. We'll save. We'll pass along the savings to the audience. All right. There's anything new going on there? Yeah. WQAM. Hello. Hey Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I got yeah. no material. Hello. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got no material, man. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's new. That's new for you. These are good. Good way to start the week. Well, they're all, you know, bent out of shape because they lost their bets on the Super Bowl last night. And did they cover? Did they not cover? They covered. They covered it. They covered up uh, Mike Holmgren's perfect, too, with like a, a tent. He looked so uh, just out of it there in the last several minutes of the game. Like they kept showing him on the sideline. Uh, let's get out of here. Let's, that, that's what he was saying to that Mike. You know, he kept covering it up with his, uh, you know, his playbook there. Let's, let's get out of here. When, when did we get the bratwurst ready? Yeah, get the brats and a beer, baby, for Mike Holmgren. The old cheese head. He's a feeding again, you know. Twenty-six past eleven at five sixty WQM. Who is the fat? Oh God, the Bears once had uh, what was it, Abe? Was it Abe Gibran? Fat, short, Jewish coach. I mean, he weighed about. He made the beast look like Minnie Mouse. And of course, the Bears stunk during those days too. It's probably just a coincidence. Hey, I've been telling you about dry concepts for about a hundred years now. They've been cleaning the carpets in my home for well over twenty years and doing a stupendous, unbeatable job. And I want you to take advantage of Dry Concepts' maintenance contract and provide you with a 10% discount on all of Dry Concepts' fantastic services, including their one-of-a-kind carpet cleaning, leather, drapery, or rental rug cleaning, too. Dry Concepts also specialize in pet odor treatments, ceramic tile and grout cleaning, mattress cleaning, and lots more, too. And during this month, during February, Dry Concepts has got a special offer for you on upholstery cleaning. Don't replace your furniture just because it's soiled. Let Dry Concepts rejuvenate your furniture at a fraction of the cost of replacing or reupholstering. All of Dry Concepts technicians are specially trained and certified to provide you with the best service under the sun. At Dry Concepts, you'll always get a written guaranteed price up front and professional service. No surprises, no scans at the end of the job. So don't be fooled by the imitators. You made a big investment with decorating your home, so now it's time to protect that investment by calling our friends at Dry Concepts. Do it today. And Dave Browder in the Palm Beaches, call them toll-free, 1-800-248-5071. And don't forget February special on upholstery cleaning. 1-800-248-5071. Or on the web, it's dryconcepts.com. This is Neil Rogers. On Solid, this is 560 QAM. Hey. Stench of cow manure hovers over this performance by the Dolphins. A week-long television event. Huge money. One question. How many people here think you should take the deal? Let's hear from you. Okay, what's the deal again? The deal is herpes. No deal. Or no. On NBC. <laughs> Can't wait. 28 till noon at QAM. So I saw the ad. And? It's fine, and then it goes into this preachy kind of PETA stuff, like, you know, where they're showing the cows being milked and PETA. But the, uh, the Girls Gone Wild parody part of it, yeah, mm-hmm. that, was, that was pretty good. It was okay. Yeah. It had its like, moments. And there's, there's milk all over the place, and they're sliding oh, around geez. on the floor. Don't and milk start getting and too graphic yeah. now. Don't be getting too graphic because we're being like monitored fun. by all sorts of uh, crazy goyim out there. Really? Oh. Well, I don't know. I just made that up. Well, you know we are. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hey, I'd like to talk to Neil. Speaking. Neil. Yeah. Can you hear me? 
I hear you. Hear me? Uh, I'm not talking to Neil. I'm talking to somebody else. Okay, whatever you say. I mean, you know, we can keep going around on this for a half an hour. It's still me. Hey, Neil. Uh, what Abe, do you got? Abe Gibran is not uh, Jewish, man. He's a Turk. Oh, like I said, some uh, schmatahead. Schmatahead, exactly. Yeah. Hey, did you ever run into a guy by the name of Nicky Ray up there in Toronto, kind of a pseudo-entertainer? No, never heard of him. Never heard I of heard him. I heard of Johnny Ray. Hey, Johnny, Johnny Ray. Ray. <laughs> huh? Listen, man, I got an insurance. How about Martha Ray? Hey, Martha Ray. I, I'm down in Boca. Not Martha Ray, Martha Ray. Martha Ray, okay. That Paladin, man. She's got her teeth in the soaking still in the glass. I got my insurance bill here yeah. in Boca yesterday, the day before. Yes. Up 65%. Well, of course, that'll teach you to live there. Can you tell me why they did that to us? Because you live there, okay? Get smart. Get out of there. Like Don Adams would say if he were still with us, get smart. They did it to you because they're going to stick it to you, man. Because they got, Can you imagine the amount of money that they're paying out on insurance claims? See, insurance companies, they like to take your money and give you nothing back. And then all of a sudden, when they got to pay a claim, oh, you pay. this isn't what we had in mind. It's supposed to be a one-way deal, you know? Ever had one of those, a one-way deal? All the time. Well, you already have it. That's right. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon singular wireless lines. Can I speak to Neil? Hello, is it Neil? No, it's not. It's just a uh, body double. We'll have Josh uh, pretend to be you from now on. WQAM. Hello. Hey Neil, could you kill some time with a bridge tender bit? No. Could I kill some time with a bridge tender bit? Now, is that good or what? Huh? Uh, We're not interested in be killing time. CD. We're interested in being, uh, you know. Uh, scintillating every second, every moment, every millisecond. For those but people I mean, who can't I mean, hear that enough, it'll be on the new fundraising CD. Not that no, it hasn't really. been on five yeah, other speaking CDs. Speaking of that, it's the 6th of February. Well, I haven't heard another word about it. What, what I haven't heard, heard a discouraging word it's or an encouraging word. for release on your anniversary, March 1st. Oh, I didn't know that. Is, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, is that why is, they were uh, trying to get me to come down and kick it off in April? That's right. <laughs> oh, please, don't get me started. I, over the weekend, I like cleansed yeah, it. Yeah, I, had good. A, I had a blueberry enema in my brain. I had a blueberry lobotomy and cleaned my whole brain from that whole, Good. all the stuff going on there. I don't want to know from it. I don't want to hear from it. Like we said, it's a parting of the ways. We do 10 to 2 and the rest of them. Good luck to you, okay? We'll pack you some old stale salami sandwiches. We'll get you some of the Good Deal pickles left over from Wolfie's on the beach and have a good life. Good luck to you. You'll need it. We don't want to. Okay. WQAM, hello. Hi. 567 pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. WQAM, hello. QAM. What is it? Neil, how are you doing? Okay. Hey, uh, do you have a money, money grabber for the poll? No, but if you want, is that you? No, no, no all these uh, bitches out here. That's right. All right, okay. have a go. Money, money grabbing bitch. You want to put that on there? Sure. Sounds personal to me. Oh, money grabbing bitch, which isn't necessarily hateful bitch. It's another kind right. of bitch, right? Right. And life is a bitch. Oh, you can't say that. That's what Mara Galante said in Hollywood. You can't wear that T-shirt. We got the T-shirt police. Right. They'll drag you off and arrest you if you got the wrong T-shirt on there, especially at the inauguration. Word police. Whatever the hell that was, the uh, State of the State Union address. We got the word police. We got the jaywalking police. We got the everything mm -hmm. police, okay? The nose-picking police. The uh, picking potatoes out of your ears police. They just took Ted Kennedy away. It's just uh, even D.D. Sharp can't believe all the mashed taters came out of old Ted's ears. Now, I bet you don't have that. Mashed potatoes by D.D. Sharp. If what, you have what, that... What I'm, year was that, more or less? Oh, before, uh, before Israel was uh, invented. Before the first Arabs started burning buildings down. Oh! Oh, my God. I'm doing it, too. All right. 
1960 just made the cut. Yeah. Thank ain't got no 59. See, I'd rather hear a few seconds of that than a stupid-ass bridge center. Could you kill some time? Yeah. We'd like to kill you, sir, okay? Take your bologna and uh, go eat it. Go peel it and eat it. That, that's a great record. See, me I like it a lot. Back then, yeah. It's that's a great. The twist and the uh, mashed taters and the peppermint twist, Joey D and the Starlighters. I bet you got that in there, too, huh? Peppermint twist by Joey D and the Starlighters. What do you say? <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Woo. Did they, did they make these songs long? This is 201. Now, if you if you look up, because uh, it's got the times on the records. Okay, kill it. See you, Joey. Go back to Philly. Uh, Stay by Maurice Williams and the Zodiacs. Remember Stay? Stay just a little bit longer. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. One forty. I, I how is it? One forty. Told you that could be the shortest wow. record in history. One a minute and forty seconds. <laughs> they didn't even work up a sweat recording that piece of crap. Maurice Williams <laughs> and the Zodiac. That's like an intro on a, on a right. modern song. Yeah. It's like a talk up. Oh, as you can't get at least five and a half six minutes out of a modern song and God. forget about it. You can't even take a pee to this. Right. Now this this commercial longer than this. This is just pick mashed potatoes out of your ears time on this one. Okay. Those are the days, baby, when music was music as opposed to this swill you got today with this Eminem and Eminem and all this other garbage and, and all Busta Rhymes and Busta Move and Busta Brown. Yeah, you think Busta Rhymes is kind of like Busta Brown? Pluck your magic twanger, Froggy. They, you know something? They can't even say that on the air today, I bet. I bet you Andy Devine would get shot right on the air if he said that, if he were still with us. He only weighed 700 pounds. Plunk your magic twanger, Froggy. Thank you. WQAM, hello. Yeah, could you kill some time? Yeah, kill this. WQAM, hello. By the way, the food's here, and there are like five giant boxes of it. Excellent. Thanks to John the Baker. Sure smells good. Mm. Hello. Dale. Yes, sir. Good morning. Buenos dias. That movie you're talking about, A Face in the Crowd, that was a great movie. Yeah, I'm going to go get it today. Uh, Andy Griffith. I think that was one of the first movies he made. Uh, yeah. Either that or No Time for Sergeants. I'm not sure. I'm not a big Andy Griffith fan, but evidently he uh, did a good job in this but movie. He, he, was, he wasn't really doing that usual corncone uh, down-home crap. Yeah, but he was really an evil guy. <laughs> good. He went crazy at the end. Mm-hmm. His name was Lonesome Rose. In the movie. Yeah. Okay. Have a okay, good thanks. Day. I'm going to get it today. Thanks a lot. Right. There's another vote for a face in the crowd. Excellent. Okay. I better write that down. Again. Well, I'm telling you right now, i got this blurb on Let's see. Lonesome Roads. Uh, Patricia Neal. Uh, let's see. Uh, who else? I already did write that. Walter Matthau, Lee Remick. Help keep the energy at high level and extraordinary supporting cast, even when the satire turns shrill and unpersuasive in the final reel. Well, that's okay. I heard it is real, is what I heard. And the ragheads ain't too happy about it either. Let's go kill some Jews, and let's go kill some Arabs, and let's kill some, uh, you know, atheists, and whatever. Even Madeline O'Hare went to pieces over this whole thing, you know. God. One thing about that, we don't have to have her or her retarded son on here anymore anyway. Wow, he was really a piece of work. 838 votes. Which of these best describes you? That's our poll today. Going to go over 1,000 probably by like, I don't know, 
What would you say? Twelve. Uh, About thirty, man. Yeah. Or like one. Okay. Uh, let's take up an office pool on. Let's kill some time. Which of these best <laughs> describes you? Average two thirty five. I have no life. One hundred and forty nine. I have no life. We know. We've heard you. Hot stud sixty four. Likely story. You should live so long. Fat slob fifty one. Computer nerd forty three. Lazy turd forty three. Nerd and turd. Is that like turf and surf? Similar. <laughs> Neurotic forty. I'm a fat Jew thirty eight. Julio, we got about thirty man. Yeah, only three and a half percent. We got no Julio. You're, you're you're dreaming. Like just like me, because I'm a Julio. I voted for something else that's more appropriate, because that's the question. Yeah. Well, and I never said all the Julios were listening, just all the ones that speak English. Oh well, and so we got thirty. That's it. Redneck twenty four. Old troll twenty two. Young punk sixteen. Racist fifteen. Yeah, that's half Chocolate Julio's. thirteen. Closet Case, 12. That's Screaming Queen, 12. Oh, that's right. That's Julio's. Wallflower, 2. Hateful Bitch, 12. Anal, 7. Gothic, 2. And Money Grabbing Bitch just went on there. So we got now, no bitches. Some women that you know will be voting soon. 1141, 19 till noon at QAM. When you're shopping for shoes, you can save a lot of money and a lot of time by going to Brandy's because they got what you'll be looking for and they got it at a price you can't beat anywhere. They carry every major brand of shoes, Rockport, Florsheim, Echo, SAS, Mephisto, New Balance, all the top names, and Brandy's professional shoe fitters will always make sure that you've got a perfect customized fit of your favorite comfort shoe. Ask for Arnie when you go in and tell him that old Neil. We've been talking about Brandy's for years and years now. The reason they're still around while the other guys are gone is because Brandy's give you that unbeatable combination. Comfort, style, fit, unbeatable value, and selection. What's not to like? Brandy Shoes, you'll find them at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach. Brandy's is open every day for you, Monday through Saturdays till 9, and even on Sunday till 5. And this week, it's a great time to buy SAS shoes at Brandy's. Take 20 to 40 bucks extra off the retail price of all great men's and women's styles at Brandy's. So be sure to get into the store this week or do your shoe shopping on the prestigious website, brandyshoes.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Sir, honey. Live in Chicago. Oprah. I've been in television since I was 19 years old, and I have never been in this position. I feel duped. As you may have heard. Uh, excuse me, hello, Oprah? Yes. Yeah, uh, this is Stedman. I'm calling in on your show okay. from New York, yeah. and uh, I wanted to tell you that I've lied to you, too. Uh, I, I know we've been together for several years, but oh my God. I'm actually married to somebody else. Oh, no. I'm really sorry. But, but. I, I gotta go. Oh, my God. Oprah, I lied to you, too. Unbelievable. I know. Of all people, you think you could trust your gynecologist. Why would you lie? Oprah, you're a man. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. I, 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 I... Oh, and you should get your prostate checked out. We'll be right back. 11.45. I want to get that brand new liver from Oprah. That's what I want to get. Just in case someday I need a spear, you know. So I was going to have a spare liver, yes? In honor of PETA, I'm having a veal parm sub. Ooh, having a baby cow. Mm -hmm. All right. Thanks to John the Baker just came in and uh, brought in some fantastic food, a real feast. And Josh is having what? Um, I got me some chicken Alfredo mm. with a garlic roll, but he brought in so much stuff. That garlic good. roll is bigger than your head. Yeah. All right. Excellent. We've got we love John cookies. the Baker, man, and he loves us. Pizzas, maybe? Yeah, we got five pizzas. Five pizzas? We got five oh, pizzas. We got oh, it. A, a, BD, we got That's it what I'm saying. You talk about bad timing. Do, 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 do. Jesus, somebody left uh, too soon just before all that pizza came in. Okay, well, be sure and share with all the people we like in the building. So, in other words, Tommy can come in, and that's about it. 
Well, we huh? shared with everybody in the building. Even the, There's so much food, even the people we don't like can have snacks. Wow. Even you people that hate us like poison, come out and get some free food, okay? Come into the studio, and I'm not there, right. so don't worry about it. Yeah, I'm don't worry. You, you, can, you can badmouth us with your mouth full of food. We don't care. Yeah, that's right. We don't care. We're used to it. We're a bunch of old hard asses anyway. The teenager suspected in a hatchet and gun attack inside a New England gay bar, and then the killing of a policeman died yesterday after being wounded in a shootout with Arkansas officers. Authorities believe he also killed a female acquaintance he had picked up while driving through West Virginia. Investigators said high school dropout Jacob D. Robida, 18, of New Bedford, Mass., had dabbled in Nazism, and police in Massachusetts said the attack that injured three men, one critically at the Puzzles Lounge on Thursday, was a hate crime. Wow, dabbled in Nazism sounds like your president. I hate also crime. was committing a hate crime against mankind, a lot of them. After the New Bedford attack, police say Robida picked up Jennifer Rena Bailey, 33, at her home in Charleston, West Virginia. Apparently, she had a prior relationship with this guy and had been corresponding with him. Other than that, we're still in the dark about that. West Virginia State Police Sergeant C.J. Ellison said yesterday, on Saturday, as Robida and Bailey drove to Gasville, Gasville. You ever hear that? I heard of Asheville, but I never heard of Gasville, right. Arkansas. No, I ain't been to Arkansas. Officer Jim Sell, I wonder if he's kin to Tom Sells. Pulled them over in front of the Brass Door Motel and Restaurant for a traffic violation. You know, this is like a Ted Bundy thing, you know what? Remember that Volkswagen, that Beetle he was driving? That's right. It was a Beetle. Yeah, and he tried to, like, uh, do a little uh, run and uh, run and gun. And they opened up the trunk and said, hey, you must be a bad guy. And he said, bada-bing, Ted Bundy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert, I killed a 63-year-old officer, Arkansas State Police spokesman Bill Sadler said. Robita drove to Norfolk, where his car hit several parked vehicles to avoid a police barricade, and he opened fire. Police shot him twice in the head, and uh, Bailey was found dead in the car. Twice in the head, and he was found dead. Wall said Robita killed her, but Sadler said ballistics said the woman um, said that would be needed to confirm how she died. She's dead, he's dead, and the uh, cop's dead. So what happens, man, when you deal with crazy people on loose, crazy people with guns. That's the American F and White. That's what it's all about. Don't be messing with my guns. Because we love our gun. We love to polish it. We love to squeeze it. Right? Absolutely. And Hang out with all, it. Like Chuck it. Heston with that one under his pillow. To protect the... So his spandex pants don't get stolen. <laughs> five six seven oh five sixty Pound 560. The Verizon Singular Wireless Line. Just killing some time before more of that sports stuff comes along. Talk about that Super Bowl last night. And about them Steelers. How about those Steelers? Oh! Yeah. It was okay. I'm glad they won, though. Seattle sucks. The NFC sucks, let's face it. Name me a good team in the NFC, Josh. How about those Tampa Bay Bucks? Like I said, they suck. WQAM, hello. Neil, good morning. Yes, sir. Um, i got a couple of questions for you and maybe a couple of points of interest. Uh, first wow. of all, I'm thinking let's about... Let's some uh, good time with it. Okay. <laughs> first of all, I'm uh, thinking about taking a trip up to Canada this summer. Yeah. And I'm not going to ask you for restaurants and all that typical kind good. of stuff. But uh, is Air Canada a decent airline to fly up Air on? Air Canada is great. Okay, well, I will definitely book my reservations then. Also, um, talking about movies a little earlier, did you ever get a chance to see Crash? I knew somebody had recommended no, it. No, George saw it. George said it was great. Yeah, it was a very good movie. Definitely worth a couple, uh, two hours of your time. And uh, also, uh, for your poll, there's kind of a, a slightly sensitive area, but I've been reading about and hearing about how good masturbation is. For yeah, okay, great. Yeah, it's a sensitive area. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five. He's been reading about how good it is. <laughs> oh, 
5670560, pound 560, the Verizon and Singular Wireless line. That is so cute, you know? By the way, I, um, I'll give it to um, Chicken Neck next time I see him. Your copy yes. crash, so next week you'll have that. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I'll be dang. Well, that's something to look forward to. I better I'm save a lot of time. going to be watching, let's see, Schindler's List and right. um, what's that prayer? Shawshank? Yeah. Shawshank. Yeah, Shawshank Redemption and uh, Facing the, the crowd. crowd and Crash. And uh, Smash Mouth Football and a whole bunch of stuff, man. Five, six, well, I'll tell you one thing. These people are really slow on a Monday. It must have been at Super Bowl last night. They must have all been drunk like Josh. Must be all passed out and hung over. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Bush was for Seahawks because he had yeah, okay, great. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty. <laughs> Pound 560 on the Verizon and Singular Wireless Lines. Look at that. Look at that phone. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm going to right. not only do today's pile, I'm going to go back and start doing previous day's piles, too. How's that? Excellent. You know, Because I think I'm pile. getting piles from this crowd already. They've got absolutely, positively, absolutely nothing. So let's go back to that Wolfie's call. What do you say? Do it. These, these can't be working, can they? Huh? Can these phones actually be working, or is this like a setup deal? I think it's Greg Kotex and uh, probably hooked up with a phone company. Just as a way of getting back. Just don't take it too uh, personal, Greg, okay? Oh, we didn't expect it to get so weird. What is that all about? No, you, we you didn't expect to lose by so I much. I see. By 7,500, didn't expect to get embarrassed and degraded so badly. Right. Hmm. Only putting four hosts on for our side, all of these things. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay. Hey, Neil, let me ask you something. Have you had the chance to check out the Discovery Times channel, how they've been uh, talking about all this Iraq war and how the United States has been in Iraq six months before even 9-11? Yeah, and? No, I was just wondering. I don't hear too many people talking about it in comedy. Yeah, that's because they're worried about the Super Bowl, man. You better get with it. Too many people talking about it. You hear people talking about it? Talking about what? I don't know. Whatever he just said. Give me a break. What language is he speaking anyway? Mumbles. God. WQAM, hello. I need a wife. WQAM, hello. Oh, hey, Neil. Funny story about Wolfies. I used to uh, date the owner's granddaughter. Mm-hmm. I, I used to pickle her tomato quite a bit. Yeah. No. Uh-huh. Just hysterical, yeah. Five, that was the same guy. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty. obsessed with Wolfies. He must have some, maybe he got some bad matzo balls there or something. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty. pound 560 in the Verizon. Let's, see, this isn't even the day when you can just, like, plow right on through because there ain't nothing to plow. Well, WQAM, hello. Neil God. Yes, sir. I got some great news for you. Yes. Remember Pineapple Face, good old Wayne I. Yeah, I guess I can, I can always say Zynga. Um, remember AutoNation? You had it listed as one of his top three accomplishments. Yeah. You, you noticed that disappeared, uh, disappeared from the face of the earth. Really? Because he got sued by CarMax for uh, name infringement. CarMax oh, wow. Excellent. AutoMation. Well, that'll so teach him to be messing with that uh, pizza guy downtown. Yeah. yeah, Buster's block. That's right. What goes around comes around, Wayne, you bald-headed geek. Have a good one, Neil. And back to you. Well, there's some good news, huh? I did not know that. And that, that inspires me to play uh, that bit again, which I haven't... There you go. Dusted this off a couple of weeks ago, and I was inspired. Played a hundred times, maybe. A day. Well, give me a chance. All right. You've got a lot of bucks, and you're rich. Wayne. 
think you suck, you son of a bitch. Yes. Wait. Absolutely. You made a lot of money by ripping off those baseball-loving fans. I think it's true that way down deep you'll always be a garbage man. And now the Marlins are in last place. Wayne, I'd like to punch you right in the face. Wayne, a lot of people want to vomit at the mention of your name. You take a team and ruin it, and I know just why you do win it. We always get a screwing with Wayne. Down in the dumps, Wayne. You played us all for major league chumps, Wayne. You're gonna sell the Marlins and you will collect a pile of cash. It's kind of strange that now somebody else is picking up your trash. Your ball and pockmark head makes me sick. I'd like to give your ass a big kick. Wreck them. Wayne. Your Nazi brown shirt ownership definitely shows a lack of brains. I don't care what you buy yourself. Your way of doing business smells. I wish that you would go to hell, Wayne. Hey, guess what? My psychic powers again. Guess who they just had on TV only moments ago? Oprah. They just have on there TV. you go. And she was just standing there at Coretta King's uh, casket. She said, a tisket, a tasket. Where's my new liver? Just standing there. You notice that? No, I didn't. I'm watching that New TV. video just did on CNN. We see Oprah standing there like... Uh, Oprah. Standing there thinking long, probably thinking about how much money she's going to lose because of that phony book. Here's one from Steve who says, I got a good one for your poll. This is excellent. Vanilla. Mm, right. I got chocolate. Why not vanilla? All right. How about um, light brown? Like, how about mocha? Like caramel? No, how about mocha? If we got, like, different flavors on there, we got chocolate and we got vanilla now. Mm -hmm. What about mocha for some of the uh, brown people? Got, got a whole bunch of beaners listening out there. Are you kidding me? We do? They're working there. Of course we do. Down there at Ghouls and the Rancher. What do you think they're doing while they're picking uh, all that uh, lettuce? While they're uh, picking it? They're listening on the podcast? That's it. They're podding it. They're casting it. Well, their feet look like pods. Just like in the Exorcist, they were casting it out. Let's cast out the evil spirits from those Getchkis over there, man. And you notice how nobody's got nothing to say about any of that. That's, that's what really saves me. That's what really kills me. When the hell are you people going to wake up and sniff all the Getchkis out there? Jesus, God. While well, a cartoon was very... Uh, they were insulted. Okay, well, that's always a good excuse to start burning places down and killing people. They were insulted and offended. Mm-hmm. So the message is, don't be ins insulting no ragheads, man, because they're going to come and uh, get your ass. Oh, boy. Well, what's the reaction to raspberries? Don't be making those sounds again. If you want to know the reaction, call Joyce. She'll tell you. 874 votes. Which of these best describes you? I'm not going to read this whole list again. What about the ones at the bottom there? Money graphing bitches still got... Oh! We got two gothics, though. Aren't you excited about that? Gee. You're being that cramp. I am. So let's see, the worst song of all time, worst hit song. <laughs> oh. 
You're right. That's going to kill some really good time. Day after day, month Neil after month. I'm seeing the next three years now. This is 560 AM. This is Mark Morgan. It's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM. There were the face transplants. You show up before the media, right? Refund. Oh man, that's what I'm thinking. Refund. You what do you mean, bad? Man. Call me bad? Yeah. Her face got torn off by a dog. I understand that. Refund. Do it over again. Brutal. New paint job. Take it to Earl Scheib. Are they still in business, Earl Scheib? I haven't heard any ads for them in a long time. You know what I'm talking about, yes, though. I the uh, the three dollar a paint job mm-hmm. for your expensive jalopy. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon singular wireless line. Kind of a lethargic crowd out there today. Must be exhausted from that Stones halftime show last night. God, that sure would have worn me out if I would have watched it. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes. Hey, Aaron, how you doing? Okay. This is the Dingo Lady. Well, I'll be damned. Let's call and check on you. Love you, love you, love you. Uh huh. Yeah. So uh, I love the show. Uh-huh. Love you guys. Love everything. Uh-huh. A dingo ate my baby. Uh-huh. That's right. <laughs> How's Canada? Uh, Canada's still here. Yes. Amen. It's fine. You love it, don't you? I, I like it, yeah. You don't miss the cesspool of the south at all? No, I sure don't. I feel like I've uh, had another 40 years of my life. Oh, amen. I hear you, brother. Mm-hmm. That's right. And here's what I say to Mo being gone. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye, babe. Go find your baby. Okay, okay there's honey. the dingo lady. Didn't have nothing to say, but at least it was nice knowing she's still around, isn't it? Chucking in. Sure. Uh, sure as hell beat uh, most of the calls we've had. Oh, Let's boy. kill some time and talk about the uh, pickles and wolfies. Well, you talk about somebody with an ass to grind. What's all was that guy's story? We'll talk about the pepperoncini at John the Baker's. Ooh. There you go. Ooh. Oh, yeah, you got some good stuff extra there. Huh? Some and of hot peppers. Powerful. Pepperoncini. Oh, bring tears to God's eyes. Beauty. Well, thanks to our good buddies at the John the Baker, okay? They love us, and we love them. Yeah, and in the meantime, I'm uh, sitting here eating nothing. I'm starving over here. Oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't be going on like this, should I? Yeah, no, I smell the garlic through the mic. Mm. That's right. I can smell it all the way up here. I'm sweating garlic at this point. WQAM, hello. Hey, what's up, Neil? Yes, sir. Hey, talking about the shirt police, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I happened to go in the courtroom, and I had a shirt that read, uh, Why Chicken Drive? When you can smoke and fly, and I was escorted out of the courtroom. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, they they they, uh, they told me that I couldn't come back until I had the proper, proper tire. tire on. Uh-huh. So, so the hell with them, dude. Amen. To hell with them. Well said, partner. 
I'd have sent him right over to Church's Chicken. Boy, everybody's humorless these days, aren't they? Yeah. Everybody's got a star puss. Oh, look at that. Prophet Muhammad is not a joke. Well, maybe to you he's not. To us, it's all the same yeah, crap. The okay. joke. Of the prophet and in largely Buddhist Thailand, protesters held up banners and placards and angrily denounced the cartoon. Well, too bad. <clears throat> Go find a life. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. It's a good thing they got everything else going so well for all these people that are schleppers and right. starving and can't uh, you know, find a job or make a living. I guess they just have too much spare time on their hands. Running around with big signs, and oh, it's uh, not okay to insult Islam. Well, why the hell not? Let me say it again. How come nobody's sure. talking about the, the grotesque cartoons that they show with the Israelis, all the Jews with the big noses, and with the uh, whatever they got, the matzah balls up their uh, ears, whatever. That's okay with all the blood on their hands. But in the meantime, our, it's the same old crap, man. Our God is better than your God, and you're insulting me. You're, uh, yeah, you're not going along with the program, man. Too bad. Go to hell. WQAM, hello. Yes, uh, good afternoon, New York. Good afternoon, I, sir. Did you, uh, did you, I didn't catch it. Did you see a movie crash? No, you okay. George is sending it to me. I'll be seeing it any minute. Okay, I, th I think you'll enjoy it. I, thought I was uh, pretty much uh, taken, taken aback by it. I thought it was pretty well done, but um, also... Uh, I, I like I, my medium well. Yeah, well... Anyhow, I, I've been feeling bad. I, I spoke with you about a couple weeks ago, and I felt bad. You took my call very. Uh, you, you didn't catch the gist of my call. I, I called you about you know when you, you know when the day comes, we all can't live forever, and and I, I just wanted you to know that, that a lot of people will you know pay a, uh, you know, uh, respects to you. I mean, it's you oh, know, this isn't the guy that was uh, calling about. Am I planning my funeral? Yeah, you, when am I going to die? I, I wasn't serious. I mean, the salesman. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not ready yet, okay? I mean, although after some of these calls, I'm thinking about it, but I'm not ready yet. Yeah, I understand. I mean, Don't make any know. plans. And like I told you, you'll be pushing up daisies. I'll still be on the air. Trust me. Yeah, I, I, you, you might be right on that one. Well, but, let, uh, let me know where it's going to be. I'll come and pay tribute to you, okay? I'll give you a lot. I'll put some uh, daffodil. I'll put some pansies on your tombstone. All right. Then uh, tell George to put me on hold. I'll give you my number. Okay. You know, Zyga's right. done. Okay. Let us know. I've already ready. got plans we'll be, for your car. We'll be looking for the uh, notice in the obits, okay? Right. When you die, I'm going to have you taxidermied uh, on your hands and knees and use you as a coffee table. Really? On my hands and knees? Huh? Yeah. Guess what? I ain't no Muslim. <laughs> that's that's yeah. what you think. I'll put you on now a carpet. Now, make sure you got a, a magic carpet in front of me there at all times, that's so I'm right. always close to uh, Allah and uh, Muhammad and uh, Muhammad Ali. Look, we're going to... And Ishmael and all these other getchkeys. We're going to okay? have you... And Moses and Solomon and Abraham Solomon and the Irving Lipschitz and all these other uh, great Americans. We're going to use you as a flower vase. Good. WQAM, hello. Janet Jackson's breasts. I'd much rather see... That guy will be calling back about daffodil pickles again at Wolfie's, the one I was calling earlier. Good God. 5670560. Oh, Boy, you people are really on top of it today. They don't want to overdo it now. They don't want to get uh, too carried away after we had our euphoric week last week. Stuck the other guy's head in a vase with or without the pansies. Well, we didn't mean to get it all weird or anything like that. It was just for fun. Okay, well, we had a lot of fun. I'm glad. Our audience had a lot of fun. Everybody on this side had fun, except, of course, the sports nerds. We don't want to. We don't want to have any fun. What's it got to do with sports? Sports. WQAM, hello. Niels, you know I want to honor black history. Okay, great. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Sandy Becker, Joel Bryan, Harry Harrison, Jack Spector, Dan Daniel, B. Mitchell Reed, Gary Stevens, Johnny Dark, Dean Anthony, Ed Bauer, Ruth Ann Meyer, Dan Davis. Okay, great. 
Go back to Wolfie's. 5670560. In fact, he probably had all those names on the wall there, the celebrity room. That, you ever eaten the celebrity room at Wolfie's on the beach, huh? No. You never ate at Wolfie's, I'll bet. No, I have not. Anti-semantic. I ate at Pumpernick's. Well, that's close enough. The Rascal House. The Rascal House. You guys yeah. both ate at the Rascal House. That's right. Goes to show you. Bad taste. Oh, here's Josh's favorite line. Now, this is the one we've been waiting for to, like, spice it up. Line 9, QAM, hello. This is Rita Crosby, hello. WQAM, hello. Nancy Neal. Yep. Hey, I'm leaving the tow hole in, like, two weeks. And you got to play a bit for me that I haven't heard in a long time. Oh, I gotta? Maybe, what do you mean, I gotta? Maybe I don't wanna. Please. I I'm begging you. We don't I'm begging you. What Farmer's daughter. Okay, no problem. Thank you. That, that's going to do it? That'll send you off? Okay, in that that'll, case, that'll, that'll, that'll get rid of it. That'll play it twice. Oh, there's uh, your, there's Herbie Belichese Jr., man, your attorney general. Oh, yeah. little, uh, oh, nasty-looking uh, Alberto V05. What a evil little gnome. To fight this unconventional war while remaining open. And First of all, there ain't no war going on. Right. This is all made up. There's no war going on, okay? Well, wars are between countries. So, last time I checked, if you look through history, That's right. wars are between countries. What country are we talking about? Was it Iraq? No. Huh? No. Was it Saudi Arabia? Maybe. For more likely. Now, now we'd be talking if we were fighting that kind of war, which we're not. We still got hooked up. Yeah, we, they're hooked up to the tube. We're on the ass end of it. So don't give me this song of that. That's the excuse for everything, is we're at perpetual war, okay? So that's always going to be the excuse for illegal wiretaps and illegal opening your mail and everything else illegal that they're doing. Surveilling your ass. Just absolutely un unacceptable is what it is. And they sit there, but they're debating, yeah, debate this. Bunch of bull crap. And then now they're dragging Jimmy Carter again out of mothballs. Man, oh, man, he don't look a day over the age of 200. When, when, when is somebody going to open up a mouth? You know, besides Michael Moore and uh, Cindy Sheehan. And, of course, she opens up a mouth, and right away they don't like her T-shirt, and they drag her ass off in handcuffs. And then they apologize. Oh, well, we really overreacted. And, yeah, right. When the hell does it stop? I apologize. Maybe when the American Collective IQ is like uh, over ten, like a dozen. Like that. Oh, I understand. They're very upset over there. They are making fun of their religion, and you can't do that. Why the hell not? In fact, I'm going to start right. eating. I don't even eat breakfast. Instead of that bacon I have in the morning, I'm going to start having a cheese Danish every morning just to side with the Danes. If I have to choose right. between, if I have to choose between those schmata heads over there, uh, whoever the hell they are, and the Danes, I'll take the Great Danes any day. Right, it's a good idea. We'll trade the Pomeranian for a Great Dane. There you go. They sure look. They sure look a hell of a lot more appealing and a lot friendlier than uh, some of them ragheads. When a bamba. Twelve minutes past noon, and like I said, there's a Seven Eleven on every street corner in Copenhagen, and you can go to that Hans Christian Andersen, that little uh, make-believe tiny amusement park with the little little pusians there. Oh yeah. Oh boy. You don't want to go there. It's kind of boring. No, thanks. Hey, whether you live near downtown Fort Lauderdale or not, I want to tell you about a great restaurant that's worth the drive no matter where you live. And, of course, it's Tara Steak and Lobster House on the 17th Street Causeway I'll be talking about. You'll find Tara. She'll be there almost any given night greeting guests at her new 200-seat restaurant and lounge, proudly bringing East Coast residents the same unique Tara dining experience that earned her Marco Island restaurant near-perfect marks in the Zugat survey. I mean, who gets perfect? They're about as close as you can get. And a Wine Spectator Award of Excellence wine list now boasting over 380 selections from the world's greatest wine regions. But, of course, the main attraction of Terra Steak and Lobster House is just what the name would suggest to you. Juicy, delicious steak and lobster, and they do a fine job with everything on their menu, from cognac-infused lobster bisque to mom's classic crab cake, selection of fresh seafood, and chops as well. 
regarded by many people as the Peter Luger of the South, Terra incorporates the family recipes to complete the menu. Sauces and dressings are made fresh in-house every day, and hand-selected dry-aged short loins used to prepare their signature porterhouse for one, two, three, or four are served cut away from the bone on a sizzling platter. And sweet and tender is the only way to describe Terra's three to six pound made lobster collection. Prepared steamed, broiled, or stuffed with lump crab meat, or a fillet with a fillet for the ultimate surf and turf. And now being stone crab season, Terra's quickly becoming the stone crab house too. Don't have to fight that Miami traffic to get those jumbo sweeties. Make sure to reserve them in advance because they go fast at Terra's. Don't miss Terra's happy hour every Monday through Friday with two for one specialty drinks, or their complimentary wine tasting every Thursday from 5:30 to 7:30 when you stick around for dinner. Terra Steak and Lobster House at 1430 Southeast 17th Street. Causeway in Fort Lauderdale. Call for reservations at 954-765-6202. That's 954-765-6202, or their website is terrasteakandlobsterhouse.com. Don't forget, when people start talking about great steaks, everybody's going to be raving about Terra Steak and Lobster House. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. <laughs> Sports Queer Radio is what the Q's for if you ever. My fellow Americans, our budget will run a deficit that will never completely go away. So my economic security plan can be summed up in one word, evil. First, we will shut down business, 401k and pension plans. There's more to do. If you aren't sure how to help, I've got a good place to start. Doubling the tax rates, and I thank you, fellow citizens. We must party. Party. Ted Kennedy. Party. Okay, great job, W1218. And here's a fact that is absolutely shocking. And I think you won't apologize to the chronic from Cocoa Beach. Yeah, I'm my chronic's confused. Huh? I said, I'm sorry I said all those things. Yeah, I'm, I think I got my chronics confused because the other one, that fax I got about the ratings and this and that, that was definitely from somebody, an ultra-chronic. I'm sorry. Who also sends us in faxes, although in their case, alternately uh, uh, sucking up or hostile. Because I recognize that writing, man, where it says, stop blaming the hurricane. I mean, that is so chronic, whoever that is. From a Rosen and Rosen, by the way, PA. Somebody works there. We'll find out. Anyway, getting back to uh, the chronic from Cocoa Beach, a lengthy, lengthy fax that says, To George Misbell Rodriguez, Neil Rogers, show WQAM from Russell, the chronic in Coca, Ray, apparent confusion by Neil. And then we just had the guy call who says he wants to come to my funeral. It's like old home week, isn't it? Under well, he wanted to leave part. his number, so he's definitely like a casket peddler. Oh, brother. He wants to sell you a plot. Talk about morbid, okay? Yeah. Why didn't, why didn't he just... Uh, I'm dying out that's here. It. Just let us know when the day is, okay? We'll give you, we'll give you like two seconds on the air and kill some time. Good morning, George. And isn't that interesting? He writes George Jorge with a J there, but in the, uh, up above with a G. Huh. Well, just in case, he's covered his bases. It's like some people that said, hey, I think the Seahawks are going to win last night. Uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Seahawks. I'm ready to clarify a couple of things. I didn't hear last Thursday's show, and I've not yet had time to download it from the archives and listen. Apparently, sometime during that show, Neil got a fax from someone in Cocoa Beach, Florida. No, it wasn't from Cocoa Beach. It was from Broward is where it was from. <laughs> Concerning the recent Herald Radio Wars polls, which has really pissed him off. No, it didn't piss me off. It's just chronic. Several times on Friday, and again this morning, he's referred to the faxes coming from Cocoa Beach. The chronic and Cocoa are similar, and declaring he won't accept any more faxes from that person. Did I say that? I don't remember you saying what that. What did I say that? I just want to advise you, one, I'm a lawyer who's listened to it and enjoyed Neil for over 20 years. Two, 
I've spoken with you on the phone on several occasions when you were doing the show about energy, politics, the environment, and other things of mutual interest, and have also sent the show faxes using the name the New York the New York Geothermal Man or Georgia's Geothermal Man or similar. You know that? I have my own Geothermal Man. Yes. yes, I know who he's talking about. Three. For the last five years, I've sent the show an average of maybe two faxes a month from my winter home here in Cocoa, Florida, invariably with positive content. Ideas for clauses in Neal's new contract with Beasley. Quotes from President Eisenhower. Suggestions for polls you're running. Signal reception reports. Musical and historical trivia. Answers to questions Neil raised about this part of Florida, etc. In all the faxes, I jokingly refer to myself as the chronic in Cocoa. He also sent a good chocolate chip cookie recipe that he's not mentioning. Thanks, Pally. For I don't live in Cocoa Beach. It's 12 miles east of here on the Atlantic Ocean and way too expensive for me. Hurricane prone, too. I live humbly in the woods here in Cocoa. I have no connection whatsoever with any arrogant rich putts who may be fa- faxing you guys from over there. Five. I did not send you any faxes on any subject over the last few weeks. I certainly didn't send you guys anything last week or ever in connection with the Herald Radio Wars poll, the show's ratings versus the ticket race, similar, etc. I've had fun contributing to the show over many years. Would like to continue to do so. So, if you will, please let know off uh, Neil off the year that whatever hey, fax you received last or uh, too late last week from uh, up here was not for me. The chronic in Coco wants to keep faxing and calling in when it makes sense to do so. Please don't let Neil erroneously blacklist or badmouth me because somebody else's negative long-distance cow pies. Thanks, George. Signed, Russell S. The Chronic and Coco. You're to whom we apologize. You apologize profusely for giving me that bum information. I apologize. Okay. Sorry, Russ. George got all whipped through. And I, I just uh, had to run He's going to take you seriously. What? When you do No, it was, it was my bad. I, I saw it. And I've got my chronics confused. Well, there's so many of them. Yeah, you know, well. it's not like the callers where you hear the voice and you immediately know, oh, geez, not again, like Fredo was saying, again, you know. But this, well, you saw it, you saw it yourself. Yeah, I saw it. I, I didn't make a connection of any sort. Seeing that writing a zillion times, it's always from Rosen and Rosen, PA, whoever the hell works there. And it's in, it's not in Cocoa Beach, it's in, <laughs> so again, Russ, you're owed a big apology and send more cookies, please. Right? Right. 5670560. And, and you, you know, it's the person that did send it. They don't want to come out of the closet. We're not getting no facts from them because we know that it's some chronic, some uh, demented soul out there that's all, alternately, they love us, they hate us, they can't make up their mind, you know. And then usually with that ventum, you, you can almost see it on the page. You know, like, yeah, if you, if you touch it, if you squeeze the paper too hard, it's bleeding over here. Yeah, the blood is like spurting in your head. Well, 560560. <laughs> Pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Lines. WQAM, hello. Hey, good afternoon. And back to you. Uh, question. Okay. I'm doing it right now. Uh huh. What do you say, George? What? Has sex with horses. No. And doesn't uh, how the hell can you make that out? How can you even understand what the hell he was oh, talking about? I was making about? it up. I didn't understand a word he said. Oh, oh. You're having a sex with you? are just horsing around? That's right. Couldn't understand you, pal. Get a real cell phone, okay? They sell them real cheap, like at Kmart now. 5670560. And Radio Shack would be a good place for this guy. Pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay. Listen, I'm one of you listeners out there that understand that your show is an entertainment show, okay? Uh-huh. But I got a few friends, and we were talking about you. Yeah. And... Is there any way possible you'd be interested in no. doing a, uh, I'm serious about this, doing a debate against Rush Limbaugh on the view of the politics of the United no. States, way the government's no. on? No. no. There's Rush. No. Half, oh, yeah, yeah, well, they already contacted him, and he said he'd go on national TV against you any time. Yeah. Right. 
I'm, I'm serious. I'm dead serious, Neil. So what, what do I care? What am I going to debate? What's there to debate? Because people like me, you know, I understand the entertainment show. I believe in your politics. I really yeah. do. And the things you say. Uh, I mean, I don't, don't you understand that those people, those, those ditto heads, you're not going to, you could, don't confuse them with the facts, man. He just goes on and blows a lot of smoke and BS. Well, and whatever he you. says, they got no mind of their own. It's like they're, it's a religion. But you can't argue with religionists, man, with Getchkeys. Have a great day. We want you to debate Russia on national television. Right. Let the great politicians do it, like uh, John Kerry and George W. Bush and Al Gore and all the other wimps. Jesus, Scott, it's a radio show, okay? It's just a radio show. Nothing in the world is going to change. Now, we, we actually changed the Herald Pool. We turned that around. Mm -hmm. As insignificant as it was, and believe me, it was. That, that's, that's our limit. That's the extent of the impact we're going to have on this radio show. I understand it. George understands it. Josh Cordes gets it. The rest of the people in the building couldn't give a crap less. And that's it. It's about time that some of you people, after all of these years, years on here, you began to understand it, too. It's a radio show. Take it or leave it. The price is right, you know? And all these people, oh, it's all boring. It's all... Listen, the moment that you say that, the people are saying, what a jackass, what a moron. Who's is somebody holding you at gunpoint? If you don't like it, bye-bye. See ya. Go find a life. Go out there and play in traffic. Go on Bleach Boulevard. Bye-bye-bye. Yeah. And throw stale matzo balls at 90-year-olds on uh, driving in Sunrise Lakes. Just get out of our face. But, of course, it's uh, Florida, so that can't, that can't happen. Mm -mm. <laughs> We're unhappy, and we did. We want to share it with you. You know, it's it's a place where people love to share. I hate it. Give me more. Yeah, misery loves company. That's the motto of South Florida, baby. Misery loves company, and that's why you don't have mine. That's why I don't want no part of it. No, thank you. El Paso. Uh oh, fast moving forest fire north of San Diego. Something's on fire. Something is. And it's all over your TV right now because it's very important, muy importante. Okay. Okay. Now, the people that are getting all burned up and all in buildings by these crazy ragheads that are all pissed off at some Danish cartoon, that, of course, so that's another story. Because how dare you be uh, insulting anybody's religion, even as ludicrous as it may be, which they all are. Find out.
Good golly. And uh, wasn't last year Paul McCartney, Josh? Yes. I mean, is that what we got stuck with now, all the old toads? Jesus Christ. We've got to be safe now. No, it's not a question of safe. They, they're like, they can put, like, Hillary Duff on there, for Christ's sake, if they want to be safe. In the oh, Duff. She might flash nice. one of her boobies or something, yeah. huh? That'd be something. Yeah. Trust me, you, you didn't watch it last night. They, they're trying to be safe. Yeah. I'm telling you, I made the mistake. Thing about yeah, but even then, they bleeped them out twice. How do you like that? They had Joyce's had her uh, finger on it. At any rate, they were just, and I, I say we, I'm tired of them. I don't want to see them. I don't want to know from them. I don't want to smell them. Their music was fine, like, uh, you know, 40 years ago. Now, go away. Amsterdam, no toking signs are being pilfered. If you can't beat them, join them, it says. The city of Amsterdam has begun selling recently introduced no toking signs to prevent the official ones from being stolen as collector's items, a spokesman said Friday. The signs were created as part of an experimental ban on smoking marijuana on, in, on the street in Debarges, Debarge, I don't know what that is, one of the city's poor neighborhoods, certainly not in the rest of the city. Just in the poor neighborhood. The measure which went into effect February 1 was intended, was intended to reduce loitering and petty crime. On Wednesday, we placed the first sign and was gone by the next morning, said Wim de Graff. We put up a new one Thursday and it was taken the same night as well. That's when the idea came to us to just sell them. The shine, the shine show two fingers holding a cone-shaped cigarette, a small white marijuana leaf on black background, all enclosed within a red circle. The city is selling them for 90 euros each, around 110 bucks U.S., and plans to donate the proceeds to charity. We're selling them at not much more than they cost, so we expect profits will be modest, DeGraff said. But he added the city's already had many requests for the signs, some from outside the city. Marijuana is technically illegal in the Netherlands, but police don't bother prosecuting possession of small amounts, like, you know, two, three hundred pounds. It's openly sold in designated cafes, known euphemistically as coffee shops, but people who smoke air marijuana outside in the bars is run a, I don't know how you say that, it's got a J, which is silent, risk a uh, 50 euro fine. I don't know how you say it. I don't know, just make it up. In this joint. I know where the pipe is, the pipe. The graph said the signs can be ordered, <laughs> and you're using it. Uh, you, the signs can be ordered via their website, although it doesn't have what the website is. Oh, it does have it. Now everyone can have his own no-toking signs simply by ordering them through the city. The site says in a tongue-in-cheek ad, you want to know what the website is? Maybe you want to order one. I don't want one. Why not? It's only uh, 60 bucks or 110 bucks. I want the one that says toking. www.baarsjesbarses.com. Dot Amsterdam dot NL. Got it? Got it. B A A R S J E S dot Amsterdam dot NL. So only 110 bucks. I want to sign say all these books over there at U of M, if we had any audience over there, if there weren't a bunch of stodgy jackasses over University of Miami, they ought to be putting them up in their dorm rooms, wouldn't you think, if there were any dormitories at U of M, if there were any students, which there aren't. One would think. You talk about a phantom university, man. You, you, couldn't, you couldn't find U of M with both hands, you know what? It's just, it just don't exist. Oh, I found myself in the middle of it, but I don't remember how I got there. Yeah. Five six seven oh five sixty pound 560 in the Verizon singular wireless line. WQAM, hello. hello. Not there. Okay, that was it. That was our last call. The dial tone. And not even a good one. Sounded like the underwater dial tone. What is the story there, Dad? These people just all uh, just passed out from that game last night? We had that phenomenal Monday, what was it, two weeks ago, where it was just wall-to-wall -wall crazy call? Yeah. And now today, now this. Today, it's like uh, falling off a cliff, going over the edge of a cliff. And then we get the guy calling back who wants to, uh, you know, can't wait to find out when my funeral's going to be. All these people who want to come and honor. Well, what kind of crap is that? Just stay the hell away. Leave me alone, okay? Man, all these Klingons. Ah, they all want a piece of you, believe me. 946 votes. What did I tell you? By 1 o'clock, we'll have 1,000. Did I tell you that? Yeah, you did. That and 40 cents will buy you a phone call. 
Very sparse today, a very sparse gathering. And that's because all these people are in the bag from last night. Plus, a lot of them lost their ass, which will teach them about an NFC team. The NFC sucks. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Sounds like you're crying out for me. Yeah. WQAM, hello. Those guns are sad. These calls sound too good, uh, too. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's a reason for it. Maybe put the filter on it. QAM, hello. George offered a challenge. 5670560. Last call for calls, and then I'm going to my pile and going ramming straight on through. Because your performance today on the ass end of this uh, show is the worst I've heard in years. The uh, Wouldn't you agree? Oh, are you kidding me? Not even close. Good God. This is like a train wreck here today. I'm to poke myself with a pen. Holy crap, rat man. Well, of course, we don't have anything to build on the pool today, and uh, they're all they're all through. They, I guess they exhausted themselves last week with voting 500 times apiece on that uh, Greg Kotex that's pool it. in the Herald. Their fingers are You see, that's it. We had, like, our moments of glory there last week, and now it's just all we got left is the old glory hole. That's all we got left. Just pathetic. WQAM, hello. QAM? Hey, I got nothing. Never mind. Okay, good. WQAM, hello. Okay, plow right along. WQAM, hello. WQAM, how you doing? All right. So I talk to Neil and say hello, man. QAM. Speaking. What's up, Neil? How are you, buddy? Okay, Pally. Man, you're so cool. I listen to your show all the time. Hello. Okay. Yeah, what? Yeah. Hello. Okay, good one. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yep. How you doing? Uh, everybody's talking about the Stones' performance at halftime. No, they're time. not. No, they're not. We had two people talk about it. I said it's Well, I'm hearing other, other, other stations and whatever. Well, what are you listening to other stations for, for Christ's sakes? What kind of nonsense is that? Hey, sometimes I'm a dumbass. What can I tell yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. Well, cut a, get some help. How about how about Naren Evels in, the, in the, the national anthem? Yeah. Did you, uh, and by the way, Mr. Keebler called and he wants his chip back. Huh? WQAM, hello. No, thank you. Who don't It's reached the level now where it's so bad, it's camp. It's so bad that it's insane. No, no, it's beyond camp. No, you're right. In fact, let's send them all there. Camp would be funny. This is. Let's send them all to camp. How about Auschwitz? Sounds good. Five six seven oh five sixty, pound five sixty on the Verizon signal. Keep them coming, baby. By the dozen. WQAM, hello. Okay, that was an inside job. You hear that? That's coming from programming. WQAM, hello. George is a chia pet. WQAM, hello. What's up, Neil? All these calls rule. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, too bad. Yours is gone. Damn it. Well, it's time for that break. 20 till 1. This is Neil Rogers. Oh, 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 right. This is 560 Q. Solid. Wir wollen dir Wein in die Soda gerne geben, du die Kirche. Wir wollen dir Wein in die Soda gerne geben, du die Boys drum. Wir wollen dir Wein in die Soda gerne geben, du zum Jus. Wir wollen dir Wein in die Soda gerne geben, du Jesus Jus. Wir wollen dir Wein in die Soda gerne, never let ran. Wir wollen dir Wein in die Soda gerne, made him drink it up. Wow, it's a soda can with wine. Boy, that's just good. Du sounds like a moron. It's time. Every time he sees. It's the way God wants it to be. Wants to take a city and cover it in sweets. Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can? Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can cause he wants to make New Orleans taste good. 
And I don't care what people are saying. Sounds like Jesse Jackson. We as black people. His comments are bizarre. Surely God is mad. He compares the locals to a Willy Wonka bar. Chocolate. Reagan can. Yes, Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can because he wants to make a new Orleans taste good. It's time for us to come together. It's time for us to rebuild a New Orleans, the one that should be uptown or wherever they are. This city will be chocolate, a chocolate New Orleans. He never takes the blame for anything he says. Chocolate at the end of the day. Put that chocolate in some coffee and you'll pop one Valdez. Raynagin can. You know I can. Ray Nagin can says he wants to make New Orleans taste good. You can't have New Orleans no other way. It wouldn't be New Orleans. It sure wouldn't, and thank God for that. 1245 at QM. You know, I just uh, printed out these two polls yeah. on the worst top 40 hit song of all time. I, I don't understand what we did. Probably. Wasn't it on two? It was two consecutive days, and it's, the list are the same songs. Just with different numbers. Why Maybe would we, we just do it? ran it for two days. I don't know. We did? I, I don't know. I don't remember either. Well, I'll be damned. Well, that's possible, I guess. We ran, we ran it for two days. Well, that's a good idea. Let's run it for like two months. Or a week. And the end result was Macarena and Achy Breaky Heart, a flat-footed tie. Really? Oh, my God. 250 apiece. So let's just have a poll with those two. Then after that, Feelings and You Light Up My Life were tied with 93 apiece. Yeah, I was going to vote for Feelings. I think I did before. Morris Albert? How about Herb Albert? About he sure had some brass. You got feelings? Feelings. Oh, that's awful. Morris Albert. Oh, it's better than Albert the Cat. Was it Albert the Cat or Morris the Cat? Morris. You know that Larry Box once owned Morris the Cat in his uh, very old age? Not Larry the cat, Box. not Larry's. Huh? Ooh, what a nice talk up. Who's Larry Box? Box? I couldn't even hear it. My friend Larry Box that answers the phone. Box. He's just oh, some uh, yeah. guy. Some old uh, gauge Oh, come on, Morris. Uh, this is going to make my lunch come back at me. Wow. From John Baker, by the way, which we thank him profusely for bringing a ton of great food. Now, did you share with the rest of the building all our we good friends? <laughs> with the rest of the building and people, people across probably the that you street, haven't seen in a long time. The entire kingdom people came over here and ate. Oh, across the street? I thought maybe you meant uh, the starving guys down the street. No. Like we downtown Allen Brown. Keep starving. Maybe we could like oh, a little something. Yeah, a little something special on it for them. No, we saw some homeless people downstairs, but we didn't give them any. Oh. Well, I could be from across the street. Which of these best describes you? Average 257. We got 974 votes. We're going to have 1,000 by the top of the hour. Write it down on your armpit, okay? Have somebody write okay. it on your left cheek. Rectum. That's it. Average 257. Run of the mill. Like that. I have no life, 170. I have no life. And those life. are all the people we're talking to today. Keep them <laughs> off the street. Keep you safe. A hot stud, 74. Yeah, you should live so long. Maybe four, and the other 70, forget about it. Fat slob, 60. Lazy turd, 50. A computer nerd, 49. I'm a fat Jew, 48. Neurotic, 42. A Julio, 40. That's up to 4.1%. Aren't you proud? Okay. Old troll, 28. Redneck, 28. Racist, 20. Young punk, 19. A closet case, 16. Screaming queen, 14. Wallflower, 14. Chocolate, 13. Anal, 11. Hateful bitch, 11. Vanilla, 4. Money-grabbing bitch, 3. 
Gothic 2, and Mocha Solamente Uno, but there is one. we got one, one Mocha Latte. Probably some beaner on his lunch hour from down in the uh, Naranja area. I'm Mocha Latte. 978. 22 more votes. We'll have 1,000 right on the money. Boy, we're kicking ass. We're kicking it uh, real ancient style these days, aren't we? Okay. How about uh, Buster, uh, Buster Schwartz? How's he doing? Blinging it. Is he uh, doing the bling-ling? WQAM, hello. How you doing? Neil. All right. Hey, Neil, I know you're sick and tired of hearing about Yes, I am. Football. But you ever know the bizarre calls in the game that are stupid calls? Yeah, well, call up one of the sports shows and talk to them about all, all the bad calls in all any of the games. Talking okay? about. Let's hear about that, yeah. If anybody deserves to be almost didn't get that game because of the bad calls, was the Steelers on two horrendous calls in that game. Or they almost let the Colts back in there and win the damn game. Because it looked to me like that game was fixed. Like the, the fix was in. 5670560. Pound. And, and what would they have done? I mean, I realize, and nobody talks about that, though. What would they have done? If Roethlisberger doesn't reach out and make that incredible uh, last-second tackle there, and the Colts win that game based on, on, on evidence that was overturned the next day, oh, we made a bad mistake. What would they have done, the NFL, the prestigious NFL? It's a joke. It's all a big joke. And then the worst part of it is they got replay, and then they look at the replay, and they still get it wrong. Remember that game, Josh? The guy looked at the replay for like about ten minutes. And still got it wrong, yeah. And came back in. Well, uh, I decided that he uh, he uh, grabbed the other guy's ass, and then he slipped the ball where the moon don't shine. And then, uh, so as a result, it's uh, Indianapolis's ball. It's incomplete. And the next day, the league says, well, uh, we apologize. We made a bad mistake, and uh, the Steelers won anyway. Yeah, your mama. It's a joke. WQAM, hello. Puzzle Neal. Yes, Anybody sir. talking about uh, they found oil off Cuba in the waters of Cuba? Really? Well, we better yeah, get in there. Better hook up the old. Better get in there fast. Yeah, I wonder how Jeb Bush is going to pander this time, or mm -hmm. the, the Bushies. They say there's a, a really huge deposit under there. Well, I, I'll bet you there's a big deposit, yeah. Up in Canada, too, up in the sand. They say out in the Fort McMurray or something out in the mm -hmm. Arctic area, they had a lot of oil that. in the sand. I'll the be Chinese there. are trying to grab it. Well, you just wait, man. When Canada invades America, then you'll see. Then you're going to see the stuff fly. And then they'll liberate Cuba. Arriba Fidel. <laughs> oh. But, of course, the president told us that we're going to work feverishly now on alternative sources of energy. We're not going to depend on And everybody's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was saying it with a straight face, too, or at least with that usual Alfred E. Newman face, anyway. WQAM, hello. Is it bad enough today for... <laughs> Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon and Singular Wireless line. WQAM, hello. Uh, Neil Spy Report. Yes. Did you uh, do you ever happen to catch Jimmy Kimmel live? That stupid late night show. No, I don't watch the Jimmy Kimmel. Thank you. Yeah, God. I don't blame you. Well, Regis Philbin was on about a oh, week no. ago or so. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Regis got him to sing a duet with him. Uh, what's that, that old song, Baby, It's Cold Outside? Or it's big, Neil. It's bigger than both of us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And at the end of the song, uh, Regis kissed Jimmy Kimmel on the lips. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> That's a, I don't know which is worse, kissing Regis or kissing Jimmy. I yeah. Well, after all those years with Kathy Lee, may have turned uh, Regis in the other direction, you know? I don't get it. Is there something there we don't know about? Well, maybe that? he's not getting it. Maybe that's what that was all about. Five six seven oh five sixty. We just just turned one hundred and ten, but he's adamant, man. He's staying on, and he thinks his Legion of Fan who are going to keep him on that show until he croaks. I mean, I like Regis; he's okay, but let's face it, there's another guy. 
yeah. with a minimal, I mean a minimal amount of talent. You know, always talking through his teeth, you know, like this. Yeah, kind of okay. like uh, Eric Reed there, the guy. Oh, and let me ask Josh a question. I'm looking now, and I heard that promo. The homo heard the promo, and I looked at that sheet there, and it says, Hank, on Wednesday, the heat show at 8.30 with Randy Fund, P-F-U-N-D, F-F-Fund. That's right. What happened to Ira? I don't am know. I gonna get, am I going to get blamed now for chasing Ira off the station, or what? what's that all about? Who the hell is Randy Profund? Who is he? We don't know. Yeah. He's a uh, guy. I don't know his title, but well, uh, I mean, what, what is describe it? him. He's part of the organization. Sure? The heat organization. He's part of the organization. Believe me, I'm sure Ira will be on, you know, again, oh, the next crap. schedule that you get. See, I was, I was hoping. Ira must be on vacation or something. Is that it? Is that the deal? Fund needs some funds. Oh. oh, I see. Of course, so he's on the payroll. It, it would be just like the, uh, you know, the thing that Greg Kotex would be like if we had Ira Windbag and the Sun Sentinel do the same kind of a pull. Well, what would the credibility be? You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's just for fun. Come on now. Nah, but uh, we didn't want that. Now, what was the word he used? Weird. But, yeah, we didn't expect to turn all weird and all that and the other guys to win by 7,000-some votes. Too bad, Greg, you idiot. By the way, well, he's, the, name... he's the GM of the Heat. The general mangler of the Heat? That's right. Didn't they just get beat by a girls' team the other night? They lost uh, Bad. the Nets, yes. Bad, the Nets. Jesus Christ. That, that, that would be like the Leafs losing to Washington to the Caps. Five, six, seven. Let's do some hockey talk. We love the Panthers. Hockey They're at the Caps tomorrow night. Yeah, hockey talk. I was thinking about that yesterday. I, in fact, I was in the shower this morning thinking about it. And I thought to myself, because that's if, and see, it's your fault because you should have talked me out of it. Me? You should, you should, yes, you should have screamed bloody murder and said, you've got to stop doing this. Hey, you wouldn't listen to me. I know, you're right. And I, By I, the way, I didn't have an opinion of my own, even though I thought it was boring. No, the, the, the audience was but foaming they were, at the mouth. Nothing they were like else, rioting. Nothing like you rioting. ever did got such rage. Do you, you want to know something about human nature, speaking of that, about rioting? Now, I'm sure you've seen the pictures on your screen there of the people. In, and, you know, I don't, I don't uh, deny them because Pittsburgh ain't got much anyway. You know, Pittsburgh sucks. But they're, you know, celebrating the streets. There are like thousands and thousands and thousands of people in Pittsburgh running around, screaming, carrying on because the Steelers won the Super Bowl. Okay? All right. You follow what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, if you were to ask the same people to go out and demonstrate because there are thousands of innocent people dying in Iraq and because the government's involved uh, in illegal yeah, war and yeah. an illegal occupation of a sovereign country, how many of those people do you think would have gone out there and About 30, man. demonstrated? See what I'm saying? So thank God the American people really got their priorities in order. All right, if it's about some kind of a stupid-ass ball game, hey, we won, we're the best, the dealer, you know, all this other crap, you know? And they got the terrible towels out there, and they're all carrying on like, like uh, Myron Cope in heat, you know? Like Bill Curry with his bow tie and Bob Kudzma. How the hell do I remember those people from KDK? Those were the days, baby, KDK, eh? 12.56, let's talk for about 10 minutes about John the Baker, shall we, with two locations for you, Pembroke Pines and uh, Cooper City. You want to talk about the great food you guys just had? I'm still having it. What are you talking about? I haven't even gotten to the cookies. I finished mine. I haven't got to the pizza yet, though. Fantastic pizza, oh, what they're okay. telling me. Great family-style Italian food, oversized portions. The pizza is some of the best anywhere in the world, and world-famous garlic rolls the size of your arm, and they're so big. And that's why John the Baker is the absolute best. Come as you are. Just go in there like a slob like me and bring the whole family any day of the week. Down-home Italian favorites, lasagna, chicken parmesan, veal and peppers, cannelloni, oversized hot and cold subs. Wait till you try the famous sloppy sausage sub. Do you have the sloppy sausage? Not lately. I've seen some. 
And, of course, you can't say enough about the pizza, also fantastic, and John the Baker's low family prices, too. John greets all the customers personally every day because at John the Baker, you're like part of the family. Stop by for fantastic pizza, family-style Italian food, and John's world-famous garlic rolls, absolutely the best there is anywhere. John the Baker, you'll find him, like I said, two locations for you, 12592 Pines Boulevard in Pembroke Pines, and a new location just opened at 8835 Sterling Road at the Sterling and Pine Island, Cooper City. For takeout in Pembroke Pines, call 954-431-4315. And in Cooper City, it's 954-252-0091. It doesn't get any better than the fantastic Italian goodies at John the Baker. All for you guys. And too bad, too bad he left, although this is Neil Rogers. This is 560 GTA. Stavon to Walter, come to bed. Good evening. I'm your husband, Walter Cronkite, and you are Leslie Stahl. What? Tony Chung. No. Dan? Honey. Is is that you, Dan? There. I'm your wife, remember? Oh, that's right. It's time to consummate the marriage. Oh, I love it when you do the Anchorman thing. (laughs) And speaking of the Anchorman, the thing. (laughs) All right. Here we go. Oh, yes. That's right. Who's your granddaddy? Yes. It appears my Saturn V rocket ready for liftoff. In three, two, one. We have liftoff. Walter, are you finished? It appears so. That's the way it is. Wedding night 2006. Uh, I'm Walter Cronkite. Good night. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, Walter just turned 147. He don't look too bad, to be honest with you. He looks better than that midget, that simp. Alberto Gonzalez, uh, VO5. sensitive program by leaking its existence. Yeah, leak this, okay? You fascist, you Nazi bastard, okay? Yeah, they ought to stick his ass in there with some of them ragheads. With some of them vicious dogs. Britain defies U.S. with funding to boost safe abortion services. How do you like this? Those Brits, those bloody Brits finally getting it together. Finally growing a backbone. The British government today publicly defied the U.S. by giving money for safe abortion services in developing countries to organizations that have been cut off from American funding. Nearly 70,000 women and girls died last year because they went to backstreet abortionists. Hundreds of thousands of others suffered serious injuries. Oh, and before I go into this, let me just say this. The Talking Head shows yesterday morning? Yeah. Every single one of them, including then on that awful Chris Matthews who talks uh, with a crooked mouth, uh, David Gregory from NBC News, all of them. Every single one of them. Oh, well, you know, uh, uh, they're right about the uh, Palestinians and about Hamas, and uh, they're right not to deal with them. Who are the ones that uh, set up this whole baloney about democratic governments, okay? And then when we don't like the result of the election, well, we're not dealing with you, we're not giving you any money, and you've got to recognize Israel, and you've got to make nice and eat some halavah and uh, start eating uh, homentashin on Purim and stuff like that. Which, by the way, when is Purim? Didn't we go through this already? Isn't it March? It's February or March. I think it's in this month this year. If we have another Purim go up by and you don't have any home and it's going to be your bad. Oh, no, the Halberstams always send over a nice... Uh, yeah, good old Dave Halberstam. Well, Halby. All kinds of treats in there, too. Including yeah, thank God I'm not there to get the high blood sugar. Hardway left. Remember those silver tall gummy bears you said? Okay, calm down, Halby. The British government is defying the U.S. Nearly 70,000 women and girls died last year because they went to backstreet abortionists. Hundreds of thousands of others suffered serious injuries. 
Critics of America's aid policies say some might have lived at the U.S. and not withdrawn funding from clinics that provide safe services or that simply tell women where to find them. The global gag rule, as it's become known, was imposed by your fascist president, George W. Bush, in 2001. It requires any organization applying for U.S. funds to sign an undertaking not to counsel women on abortion other than advising against it or provide abortion services. The U.K. today became the founder donor of a fund that set up specifically to attempt to replace the lost dollars and increase safe abortion services. The entire world, people are dying all over the world. Now, not just the butchering that's going on with this illegal uh, invasion, this illegal occupation, but all this other crap that they're doing in Africa with the AIDS, uh, everything, you name it. Unless you go along with our Neanderthal, uh, born-again uh, Christian philosophical crap, then uh, we're, we're not going to lift a finger to help you. Your mama, croak. The Department for International Development contributes uh, three million pounds over two years. DFID and the International Planned Parenthood Federation, whose clinics across the world have suffered badly because of the Bush ruling, hope that others, especially the Scandinavians, the Dutch, and Canadians, will be emboldened to put money in too. Eh? I think the UK is being very brave and progressive in making this commitment, said Steve Sinding, Director General of the IPPF. Can we say PP? We're deeply grateful for this gesture, not only financially, but also politically. Tens of thousands of women who depend on our services will not be able to get them. We're committed to the expansion of safe abortion because in any society, no matter how efficiently contraception is made available, there will be unplanned and unwanted pregnancies, George. Yeah. The global gag, he said, increased the number of unsafe abortions by stopping funding the clinics that primarily provide contraception. What I've never been able to figure out about American policy is why they persist in cutting down funding to organizations that are about preventing unwanted pregnancies. Oh, God forbid, because the Pope don't like it either. They're all in bed together, all the Gitskis, man. It's all one anti-human thing. Here is some, a little piece of good news, although we've got bad news at the end of it, this story. Newfane, Vermont. Among votes to... I never heard of that, did you? No. I heard of Brattleboro. Among votes to approve the budget and education spending at town meetings, residents will wade into national waters and vote from the floor for the impeachment of President George W. Bush. Select board member Dan DeWalt wrote the town meeting resolution and gathered enough signatures to get the question on the ballot. The vote for impeachment will be taken from the floor. Too bad it's not binding on the whole country. DeWalt said he wasn't going to bring any evidence to Newfane's meeting, claiming that the people of the town know enough about Bush's presidency to vote on the resolution. If voters approve the resolution, DeWalt said he's going to ask U.S. Representative Bernie Sanders, independent of Vermont, which we've got some bad news about him in a minute, to file the articles of impeachment to remove the president from orifice. We have an immoral government operating illegally, DeWalt said. I feel morally compelled to act. And this is the article that they're going to vote on in their town meeting in March. Whereas George W. Bush has, one, misled the nation about Iraq's weapons of mass destruction, two, misled the nation about ties between Iraq and al-Qaeda, three, used these falsehoods to lead our nation into war unsupported by international law, four, not told the truth about American policy with respect to the use of torture, and five, has directed the government to engage in domestic spying and direct contravention of U.S. law. Therefore, the voters of the town of Newfane ask that our representative to the U.S. House of Representatives file articles of impeachment to remove him from orifice. How do you like that? Good old Bernie Sanders, good man. Good Bernie. Well, must be just a coincidence, you know. U.S. Representative Bernie Sanders was taken away from Mount Hospital yesterday after collapsing at a service for a soldier killed in Iraq. Sanders, the state's only congressman, was taken to Northwestern Medical Center in St. Albans after failing ill Sunday afternoon at a memorial in the nearby town of Richford, said Valerie Martell, a nursing supervisor at the hospital. I wonder if she's kidding to Valerie Bertinelli. 
Sanders' chief of staff, Jeff Weaver, said Sanders is being checked for flu symptoms and dehydration. Sanders' wife has been fighting the flu in recent days. It is, it's just a little flu, you know. Like, uh, oh, okay. remember Jack Ruby was in jail? He got like a little, uh, little flu, and then it turned into cancer, and he died in about five minutes. The and then, of course, Dorothy Kilgallen had that car crash. The congressman was attending the funeral of Sergeant Joshua Johnson, a Vermont National Guard member killed in western Iraq in January. Richard Mercy, the commander of the American Legion Post in Richmond, said the service was held at a crowded high school gymnasium, and witnesses reported that Sanders got up to leave the stage before falling ill. It was hot in there, and somebody sitting near him, one of the other politicians, said he was sweating. It's just got to be a coincidence. It's not that he's right. going to be the one getting that uh, resolution to impeach the president. Just, just, yeah. Johnson, a 99 graduate of the high school, was a member of the 3rd Battalion, 172nd Infantry Regiment, based in Jericho, Vermont. He was killed in a rocket attack near the western Iraq city of Ramadi, January 25. Mercy said the service continued after Sanders was taken to hospital. Sanders, a longtime socialist, has held Vermont's sole house seat as an independent since 1990. Weaver said the congressman walked to an ambulance that was expected to resume his schedule this week, including making campaign stops in his bid for the U.S. Senate seat now held by independent James Jeffords, who's retiring. Good guy, Bernie Sanders. Let's say a little bracha for him, okay? Baruch Just watch it. Joyce is monitoring all that Yiddish now. You better watch it. Yeah, right. She's on to you. Look at that phone, man. I'm telling you, there is something in the air today. There is something. It's just shocking. Not that I need them, but it's just... Aren't you amazed? It's kind of funny, although it is Monday. Not a Monday like any other, I'll tell you that. And although that, that 50-page fax that we got from our friend, the uh, Chronic and Coco, that kind of like spiced it up for me. And then the guy again who was waiting for the invitation to my funeral. <laughs> he has a casket for you. Yeah, a casket, a casket. He wants to donate a casket. One. Yeah. 1,014 votes. Take a puke at that. Oh! Huh? Are you impressed or what? 1,014, old bean. We got one mocha person and two gothic and four money-grabbing bitches. I'm not going to read the whole result. It's too ponderous. Although leading uh, the category other than uh, averages... Uh, I have no life. So that should explain a lot to you about these calls today? That's our crowd. The lifeless. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Yes, I wanted to call you just to say thank you very much for the cojones that you have. Nice fake voice. Mm-hmm. No, I'm serious. You've got a really good show, and you're very... Yeah, okay. How, how long have you been working on this accent? Is this the same one from last week, the lifeguard accent? <laughs> like I said, just uh, thank God. Hey, well, all those uh, wow. boring stories, here, i got news for you. If I didn't have this pile, and had to go every day through like 10,000 of these calls. Man, oh, man. I, I think then I could live up to that guy's wish. I could, I could announce the date for my funeral, like in about two weeks. A tisket, a tasket, bring out that casket, man. Have a, like a, an open uh, casket, and people come by and like spit on it. You know that that's South Florida for you. Although we don't want to make those spitting sounds. That's what Clarence no. said. <laughs> oh. Come on, let's play that, and then we'll follow with the original Condoleezza. Let's go. Oh. Come on, let's have some colonies on his. I station. would soil myself. Okay, would you really? Yeah, I would. Well, I promise. Let's see. <laughs> he promised, Josh. Keep an eye on it. I got the candle ready. Okay, wait a minute. Here we go. Oh. Ah. What? Here it comes. Here. Oh, that's what you think. Hold the soil. WQAM, hello. KDK. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. A couple things. I work for a fresh pasta company. We import stuff from Italy. Right now, I'm delivering three cases of 
Asiago Cheese, brand name Vito Andolini. And I got a good idea for one of your polls, the worst inventions of the last 25 years. Start to list off with car alarms. Okay, thanks, Pally. Okay, pretty weak. Vito Andolini. Manja, manja. Yeah. He's a simple Vito boy. Vito Andolini. You don't have to be afraid of him. He's simple. Yeah. 5670560. Pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless line. WQAM, hello. Yeah, wanted to say hi to Neil. Yeah, you're speaking to him. Oh, hey, Neil, listen, with that casket, don't have to bury your face down so your face, your friends recognize you. Yeah. <laughs> wow, new and fresh. Yeah. Excellent. Wreck them. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless. And the hits just keep on coming, baby. We're not going to stop now, man. When we come back, 50,000 calls in a row. Woo. Oh, no, I got, I got some really heavy-duty stuff in my pile here. Like Man Down's 173 Chicken Wings to Win Contest. Joey Chestnut. Really? That's ridiculous. What? Cause we well, ordered... it, may be, it may be ridiculous, but happens to be true. I may have to stick that one in there just to, before we get back to our 50,000 phone calls. Because for the Super Bowl, we ordered 200, and I had like eight people on them. Didn't even finish it. Yeah. Well, he ate 173. <laughs> Joey Chestnut, who's roasting on an open fire right now. Nat King Cool. Could he belt one out or what? No. He was mellow, very mellow. And he, he, oh, and I'll tell you another one. You know that disc you sent me with those old-time TV uh, clips on it? Yeah. yeah. You notice how Jackie Gleason was chain-smoking on the ear? That's right. And Gary Moore? A lot of those people on there. They were always chain-smoking right. on the ear. And, of course, they're all, every one of them dead now. All the people uh -huh. who used to smoke on the ear, they're all dead. D-E-D. Dead. No, it's not a coincidence. <laughs> Puffing on too many of them faggots, man, and now they're all dead. You know that, that promo that Jackie Gleason was doing for whatever the hell it was? Puffing away and puffing away. And then they had Arthur Godfrey open up that, uh, that oven, and it had a whole bunch of Jews in there. You see that? No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. He didn't look close enough. Holly Loki opened it up, and there was a whole bunch of Jews in there. Oy. 113 at 560. What an anti-semantic jackass he was. Hawaii, Hawaii, Hawaii. And, what, and I'm sure you watched that, right? To see what I, a great I did. talent he, he was. He, he looked like not only not. He talented, looked like howdy duty on a bad day. But he looked like quite the ass. It just, oh, he, he was. It, it, he exuded it. Yeah, he was a major ass and a virulent anti-Semite. That's why the people on the beach like him so much. Maybe because he's dead. He wasn't even a half-ass from what I could tell. Hey, if you're in a dead end... Hey, he fired uh, Julius La Rosa on the air. Right. Did you know that story? Boca Brian told me all about it. He fired him on the air on a live show. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, it's time for you to move on. and bada -beep, bada -beep, Just uh, unbelievable. Julius La Rosa. Well, he's probably still alive. Do a Google on that. Julius Ooh. La Rosa. Boy, can he sing or what? No. If you're in a dead-end job like Julius La Rosa, if you're underpaid for your New Year's resolution to get you out of that dead-end job, to get you out of your rut and get you a real piece of work, call Fast Train right now at 866-FAST-TRAIN. They'll get you trained and ready for a great new high-paying career and a life that goes along with having some cash in just a few short months. That's right. The demand for medical coding specialists and computer professionals right now is at an all-time high. Still alive. Fast Train offers... I beg your pardon? Still alive. Julius LaRosa still alive. How do you like that? Oh. Arthur Godfrey's pushing up pansies, and Julius LaRosa is still alive. Oh. Fast Train offers convenient day, evening, and weekend classes, job placement, assistance, and financial aid for people who qualify. Pick up that phone and call Fast Train toll-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. They placed over 100 people just like you in 2005. Check Fast Train on the web at FastTrain.com, but act now in order to get that new high-paying career because classes are filling up mighty fast. Don't miss that train of opportunity this year. Hop on it. 
Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN to make your New Year's resolution to get a life a reality this year. You can get off of that list there. It says, I have no life. I have no life. By getting a big, uh, by a real career and a big paycheck. 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. And speaking of lifeless, be sure and tell them that Todd Dreck told you to call. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Balls. From his underground cave, they found him trying to hide. Then they made him strip down and photographed it. All, all the tabloids in Britain showed him bearing some skin. It's a violation of the Geneva Convention. Saddam's face must be red from embarrassment. Trial date is instead. Has been boobs on his chest. Now, if one I saw when he was undressed. Now, with no Hell, it damn near killed him. 20 after 1 at 560 W. Don't be picking on our good buddy Ron Jeremy, okay? Why not? Well, I just thought I'd say it. Like I said, go ahead and pick on Ron Jeremy. All right. Tub of crap. Man down... Oh, by the way, you might want to have uh, Duff or somebody fax me the menu from John the Baker because the piece of copy is... Do we have a, uh, a copy in copy here? Copy is really bad. I beg your pardon? We might have a copy in here. Let me look around. Well, good. Like I said, fax me that because I want to like do a really great job for them because they got uh, great food and they're uh, nice to us and we like them and they like us. And we want to make sure Duff makes a lot of money so that he don't wind up uh, on the soup kitchen line. You know what I'm saying? Not a good piece of copy. But anyway... Man downs 173 chicken wings to win contest. And Josh don't believe it. There's a picture of the guy here. He actually looks uh, human, you know, like a guy. Yeah, is he uh, like a fat guy? No. Okay. A 22-year-old from San Jose, California, Joey Chestnut, won the wing bowl on Friday by setting a new record at the annual chicken wing eating contest. He ate, Joey Chestnut ate 173 wings to take the title and top prize, a 2006 Suzuki Grand Viterra. As usual, the 14th annual Wing Bowl was replete with thousands of beer-crazed fans, piles of saucy wings, dozens of scantily clad wingettes, many of them strippers, and several sickened contestants. <laughs> this year's version of the contest, sponsored by Sports Talk Station WIP in Philadelphia. Well, that's not our station, is it? Is that the one at the Beasley Zone? I don't know. Sounds like the whip. Included only competitors who had never before competed in the wing bowl. Chestnut qualified for the sold-out event by downing a gallon of milk in 41 seconds. A gallon. Peter's going to be upset about that. You know how much a ga gallon is? Yeah, I know how much a gallon is. It's a gallon. It's a lot. Wait, that's yeah. impossible. Let me say it again, okay? Are you suggesting <laughs> that the Associated Press lies, Mr. Hotshot? Yes, I am. Well, you're full of crap. I, I shot at the AMP, and they tell it like it is. You can't drink a gallon of milk in well, under he an did. hour because he did. lactose he'll throw up. 41 seconds. Well, he threw up then. Well, it doesn't say whether he puked it up or not. Maybe they he drank it twice. I don't know. 
He said it's twice as nice. He He's, said milk is better the second time around. Anyway, he ate 173 chicken wings. And he's uh, on here. He's got the big crown on his head, wing bowl 14 or whatever it says there. And uh, he looks like he's almost in his right mind, almost being the operative. You know, not pathetic. In fact, you got that chomp chomp thing there. That, all, all these different chomps there. Yeah. Well, what, what is that all about? It's a sport. I mean, all, everybody's complaining. Everybody is as fat as a pig, and we're dying, and everybody's got diabetes Listen. and this and that. And in the meantime, it's like uh, we admire people who are for their piggery, for being fat slobs. Yeah. Oh, this guy's not fat slob yet, but he's working on it. It's a professional sport with a league. They're called gurgitators. Uh, is that it? Yeah. Who did mow? Who did mow? For massive eating. Right. I guarantee you, if the mole man would have been there today, he'd have been he'd have been your best friend. We kept inviting him. Found out that those five peaches were there from John the Baker. I offered him a couple times. Yeah, and no, no taken, no dice. It's not good. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon singular wireless. Let's wind these up and crank them through right till two. What do you say? Crank them through till two, huh? I'll start. We'll even dispense with the commercials, with everything, with the promos, with those long rejoins that go on for about five minutes. You know, you ought to go in a hallway if Clarence ever shows up in here again. Just beat the snot out of him. No. Those damn rejoins that go on. I mean, that one that we had there before, it's like a whole damn show. Why not just replay the whole show? We have important things to promote. Jesus K. Christ, man. Him too. Look at that. I'm getting ready to crank up these calls. There are not, not on the board. Okay, yeah, get the old, get it out. We got a thousand and some votes on the pool. That's where they're all busy. thousand thirty-six. Which of these best describes you? Average 270. I have no life 180. Hot stud 79. Fat slob 65. And I guarantee you the true number would be a lot more than that. Lazy turd 51. I'm a fat Jew 51. That's me. Computer nerd 50. Neurotic 45. Julio 43. Redneck 31. Old troll 29. Racist 22. Young punk 20. Closet case 19. Chocolate 15. Screaming queen. Screamer. Flamer 14. Wallflower, 14. Anal, 12. Hateful Bitch, 12. Vanilla, 6. Money Grabbing Bitch, 4. Gothic, 3. And Mocha, Solamente Uno, 1,036. we got to work on that Mocha audience a lot. Do you think? Okay. WQAM, hello. This is Eddie. Fake Eddie. WQAM, hello. Hey, how you doing there? Okay. Got a uh, new, fresh idea for a poll. What about uh, sexy seniors? Yeah, uh-huh. What are you okay. Uh-huh. WQAM, hello. QAM. That was Alan yeah. Brown, by the way, doing a voice. Neil, can yes, sir. Two to four still open. Yeah, what do you want? You going to do it? Yeah, it's still open, man, wide open. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes. What's, what's that thing you're talking about in the paper today? If you drive from Detroit, the mini Sin City in Windsor. What do you know about Windsor? Sucks. First Terrible. Of all, First of all, I hate to break the news to you. Why, are you in Detroit? You go going to Detroit? Oh, no, 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 no. It's right across the river. It's uh, Windsor, Ontario. It sucks. They got strip clubs there. Detroit. They got strip clubs there, and they got their own casino. They got Windsor Racetrack, and it sucks. That's all. Is it a dirty town? It's uh, not, not the best. It sure ain't uh, nothing to write home about. They got strip clubs there. That's all. So that's a big claim to fame. It's not like Miami, right? Well, meaning what? Is there any place like Miami? It's great compared to Miami. I'm head for there right now. Go see Marty Adler, Windsor Racetrack. Go see uh, Jason uh, Gale or uh, Gale Storm. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. <laughs> Why do I do that? The only reason I do that is uh, chicken neck. That's the only reason I do it. 
Oh, he loves it. He rolls it. I, I know it. It's all for him. All for all for him. Yeah, he can he can gobble up all the old trolls from TV. Actually, that thing you sent me was pretty boring. Yeah, classic, but nevertheless, classic TV. There was Arthur Godfrey. Which I had I actually bought it for Boca Bryan, but then we watched it together because uh, yeah. I don't know from any of those people. I mean, Robert Q. Lewis. That would have been good for about you know thirty seconds, but it was on there like forever. And he was he was sitting on the floor doing a spot for Mazzola Oil. Well, was there like a message in that? Correcto. What was that all about? I don't know. Jesus, that God. old time TV. What were they thinking? Yeah, and then the ads for the Westinghouse, which, like I uh-huh. told you, Westinghouse was one of the worst sets. That's the first TV we ever had was a Westinghouse, and it was most of the time Westing. Uh, I like the line that it has every tube required. In other yeah. words, we're not, we're not skipping yeah. on the tubes. Yeah, we're not, in other words, it's not missing a couple of tubes that need stop for it. Actually, actually, you get a picture on it. And that crap about no vertical or horizontal uh, knob, if it, if it didn't have, we'd never watch TV. Right. Because the horizontal hold on ours was perpetually out of a, the TV repairman practically moved into the house. Westinghouse. It was a piece of crap. But then again, maybe that's why they're out of business. Are they still in business, Westinghouse? I think so. Oh, that's right. Sure, they are. They used to own all those radio stations like WBZ. And they almost bought WINZ once upon a time. Wow, how soon they forget. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How are you today? Okay, sir. Um, I don't know if you anybody already mentioned it on the show today, but I heard from a very reliable source the Rascal House will be closing its doors sometime around June. No. Not the one in North Miami Beach. Oh, yeah. And uh, oh, they're going to tear it down, and they're going to build, what do you think, a condominium, of course. Well, thank God for that. That place has been there way too long. And since 1954, Wolfie like, Cohen was the original. Like I said, way too long. I still think the food's great there, but the prices are way too high. Okay, well, listen, we'll find a real good uh, diner for you. By the way, the mm. last time I got called with this, I called them, and they said that was completely bogus. What? In other words, in other words, you don't like paying so much so they're not closing up in June. Rascal House isn't closing. This guy's a liar and no jean provocateur. Just a troublemaker. The one in Boca is closed, and you know who probably stole the rolls, the rolls there. Doi, 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 doi. That's why most That's of those places have to close up is because the old, old trolls come in. And they, like, steal everything. They steal the silverware. They steal the sweet and low. They steal... Oh, here's the menu for John the Baker. Thank you very much. What a great menu. They got all that baby cow, veal scallopini, mm-hmm. veal cacciatore, veal cutlet, sausage and peppers. And that pepperoncini. Oh, and the sloppy sausage parmesan. Oh, that sounds so good. You know what I'm saying? It does sound good. There are a few things in life like sloppy sausage. And it's already 129, and I got to go way over for the break, but then again, we're talking about food. You know me. <laughs> yeah. We always like to hop it up. 29 after what a QM when it comes to mattresses. A lot of gimmicks. The latest are sleep numbers, otherwise known as air mattresses. Talk about sleeping on a bunch of hot air. They're only warranted in full for two years. They squeak. They pop. They can lose their setting during the night. And they cost you a fortune. If you want a really high-quality brand-name mattress that will last you for years and years, then call the great folks at Dollar Mattress at 1-800-MATTRESS. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll get no runarounds, no BS, no showroom shenanigans, just factory direct prices on the best brands you know and trust and love. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll choose from Florida's largest inventory of Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, Tempur-Pedic, and Stearns and Foster Hewitt, all ready for same-day delivery at prices lower than so-called big-name chain stores, even during their big sales. Call 1-800-MATTRESS and you have the bed you want delivered the date and time you want it in a two-hour delivery window. You pick it. You pick it and they chew it. 
So many people at QM are satisfied customers, including yours truly. Call today, 1-800-MATTRESS right now, or log on to their website, mattress.com. The easiest and smartest piece of shopping you can ever do, sitting right on your fat ass right where you are now. Call 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Leave off the last S because it stands for sensational, stupendous savings. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Neil, this is Randy West. And if you can't tell the difference between me and Ron Jeremy, you should try girls. No. Probably, you know, he's probably across the street. Maybe he's going to go try to peddle him some spots. Or maybe he just had some a bad bowl of grits there and gave him the Schmitz. They have grits there? I sure hope not. Yeah, Jewish grits. Just That's what I always do. I grip my teeth when I think of that place. That should be your worst problem, Sonny, is the uh, 20 gallons of orange juice is pouring on his nice pants. <laughs> At any rate, a place for real barbarians. Miramar man charged in sexual battery of bedbound patient at assistant living facility. Hollywood. George's home, Hollywood. What a really classy place. Show up. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, I got some heavy-duty stuff here. A 35-year-old Miramar man late Sunday was charged with sexual battery of a bed-bound patient at an assisted living facility. Even Sally Fitz never saw sexual batteries like those. Here's what Captain Tony Rohde, police spokesman, said. Happened around 10 p.m. Sunday at Bay Point Terrace Assisted Living Facility in East Hollywood. Is that anywhere near you? Uh, yeah. yeah. Sure. It is? Thereabouts. Wow. Hollywood ain't that big a place. An employee called police about it. The hell, it's not. It's not. My mother lived in Hollywood over there on Sterling Road with all the old Getskis. I mean, you don't live there anywhere where she lived. Absolutely, I did. Although, in fact, where she right lived was Hollywood. The other side of the street was Davy. Right. And the other side of the street was the uh, Ark. Oh, man. Even though I don't want to eat there. 
An employee called police about a possible sexual attack on a 57-year-old patient at the facility. Investigation revealed that while the night nurse was making her routine bed checks, she walked into the patient's room and witnessed a man in the act of committing sexual batteries on the victim. The man immediately jumped off the victim and shouted at the nurse, Don't tell anyone! Don't tell anyone! Yeah, they've got his picture here, too. Dwight Bernard. Chocolate. As the suspect ran from the room, the nurse Dwight called chocolate? police. No. Mocha. Latte. Brody said the patient suffers from dementia, is bipolar, and has psychomotor retardation along yeah. with depression. She was treated to the uh, transport of the sexual assault treatment center. Dwight Bernard was arrested at the facility and charged with one kind of sexual battery on a victim over 12 years of age. Special conditions and one court probation violation or whatever. Yeah, they said don't do it again. And he said, I don't know if she's enjoying it. Gonzalez defends legality of surveillance and Arlen Inspector said, uh-uh. Good old Arlen, his hair's growing back again now. He looks That's dangerous. He's off the chemo. Attorney General Alberto V. O. Five Gonzalez, don't call me Jose Jimenez or Hervé Villages Jr. Hola. Insisted this morning that President Bush is fully empowered to eavesdrop on Americans without warrants as part of the war on terror. He exhorted Congress not to end or tinker with the program, not to grant tinker with it. And then I have to say to him, your mama. Yeah. Beaner. Maybe tu madre would be appropriate. Yeah, tu madre is correct. Gonzalez's strong defense of Bush's program was challenged by Republican Senator Arlen Specter, he of Magic Bullet fame. Chairman of the Judiciary Committee and Committee Democrats also challenged during sometimes contentious questioning, which, of course, they didn't show on CNN. They were too busy showing anything but that because it's not good for business. Right. I'm sure C-SPAN had it. Specter told Gonzalez that even the Supreme Court had ruled that the president does not have a blank check. Specter suggested that the program's legality be reviewed by a special federal court set up by the 1978 Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act under President Jimmy Carter. There are a lot of people who think you're wrong. What do you have to lose if you're right, Specter? asked Gonzalez. The Attorney General sidestepped the question directly, just saying, obviously we would consider and always consider methods of fighting the war effectively against al-Qaeda, which is a total non-sequitur. It has nothing to do with the question. However, he said the court was already quite familiar with the program. He also said he didn't think the 78 law needed to be modified. And, said Gonzalez, to end the program now would afford our enemy dangerous and potential deadly new room for operation within our borders. And, of course, the obvious question is, how many people, they've, they've arrested, uh, I forget how many thousand people with this thing. Mm-hmm. No terrorists. None. Oh, the big, oh, none. They'll come up with something. Yeah. Well, man, why don't they just arrest everybody? They're working on it. While the president claims he has the authority to order such surveillance specters, said, I am skeptical of that interpretation. Committee Democrats, who have generally contended that Bush is acting illegally in permitting domestic surveillance by the NSA, sharply grilled Gonzalez. Senator Patrick Leahy of Vermont asked the author, uh, if the authorization Bush claims to have would also enable the government to open mail, in addition to monitoring voice and electronic communications. There's all kinds of wild speculation out there about what the president has authorized and what we're actually doing, Gonzalez said. You're not answering my question, Leahy retorted. Does this law authorize the opening of first-class mail of U.S. citizens, yes or no? That's not what's going on, Gonzalez said. We're only focusing on internal international communications where one part of the conversation is al-Qaeda and the other part is al-Goldstein. Gonzalez said the fact that the nation's at war, where the nation is not at war, okay? This is the first answer from yours truly. The nation is not at war. The so-called war on terror is just an excuse for fascism to come in and take away all your rights and let a bunch of Nazis do whatever the hell they want. That, that's all it is. Perpe- like that book Gore Vidal, a little book he wrote, Perpetual War for, for, for a Perpetual Peace. 
in this case, perpetual war for per, uh, perpetual fascism. This Got it? is Neil Rogers. Oh, get a, get a refund, this honey. This is Refund. Rogers. Life in Paris is a dance and dances boring On my baggy checkered pants. I may have one vein in the grave, and I got to buy my own pizza. But you're, you're gonna miss me. Now that poker can't miss me. Why you sure gonna miss me? I got another good one for our poll today, by the way. What up? What up? Angry Muslim. Oh, hey, there you go. Yeah, Angry have, Muslim. Maybe you have one of those in the audience at least. Right? No, I don't know. We might have a whole bunch. They're not too happy about this whole Mohammed thing, man, the desecration of uh, whatever this Geski was. So anyway, they just had on the Certainly Not News Network with Kira Phillips, who's a card-carrying Nazi. They just had on uh, Cornyn, the uh, Republican, and uh, Durbin, the Democrat. Uh, you know, they're already analyzing. And the hearings are still going on, by the way, with Alberto V05. And so they show the moveon.org, the great ad. Did you see it today yet? The one where you're comparing Nixon with Bush no. and the illegal wiretaps no. and no. why they had to have the 78 no. uh, wiretap uh, act, no. et cetera, and so on. And so they asked Dick Durbin, the liberal Democrat from Illinois, uh, his thoughts on the moveon.org, which is a great ad, and it kind of like morphs Bush and the Nixon's faces back together again and just rips him in the ass, rightfully so. And uh, Dick Durbin says, well, uh, you know, the history of it is correct, but I don't know that I would compare uh, Bush with Nixon, that that's... Uh, Wuss. Yeah, the typical Democrat wuss man, Dick Durbin, waffling, 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 waffling. That's all the Democrats know how to do. We got two guys with two people with balls in that party, Ted Kennedy, who's busy picking mashed potatoes out of his ears, and Howard Dean, and that's it. Yeah, that's it. This, uh, that's what we got. Hophajenko, look what we got. Pitiful. For Christ's sakes. Dick Durbin on there. Because after 9-11. Yeah, okay. Get out of here, you waffling idiot. You go back go back to Springfield, Illinois. Go back to like uh well, Decatur, Illinois. I don't even know from Illinois other than Chicago, do you? No. I'm trying I'm to think of like other cities besides Springfield. I don't even know from um, uh, I don't know. And I've only ever passed through it, so I don't really know. Exactly, that. other than Chicago, of course, where you had a fantastic time. Yeah, I had a fantastic twenty three hours. For about five minutes. All right. And then Disney said, oh, go back to Miami. Okay, we can't afford to keep your ass here, you little spick. That's Everybody what he else said. And their wives and their children. And right. The Gunsmith. Huh? Exactly. 
The special prosecutor in the CIA leak case alleged that Vice President Cheney's former chief of staff was engaged in a broader web of deception than was previously known and repeatedly lied to conceal that he had been a key source for reporters about undercover or undercover operative Valerie Plain. According to court records released yesterday, says the Washington Post. See, I'm saving the last few minutes of the show for people with an IQ larger than their pinky who don't want to call up and make up stories about restaurants that are closing and about uh, bury my ass upside down and your mama, whatever it is. So I got a place to park my bike, of course. What? Burying you face down, as opposed to what that other guy said. Rectum. The records also show that by August 2004, early in his investigation, you can park it in uh, Jack Mark's spot now. That's empty. No, no. I see the mark, though. By August 2004, early in his investigation of the disclosure of Plain's identity, special counsel Patrick Fitzgerald had concluded that he didn't have much of a case against Scooter Libby for illegally leaking classified information. Instead, Fitzgerald was focused on charging Cheney's top aide with perjury and making false statements and knew he needed to question reporters to prove it. The court record showed that Libby denied to a grand jury that he ever mentioned Plain or her CIA job to then-White House Press Secretary Ari Fleischer. Uh, Fleischer, or then New York Times reporter Judith Miller in separate conversations he had with each of them in early June, July 2003. The records also suggest that Libby did not disclose to investigators that he first spoke to Miller about Plame in June 2003 and that prosecutors learned of the nature of the conversation only when Miller finally testified late in the fall of 2005 after they threw her ass in jail and she was singing with the parliaments, I want to testify. Remember that? No. Yeah, you of course I did. All three specific allegations are contained in previously redacted sections of a U.S. Court of Appeals opinion that were released yesterday. And speaking of opinion, the Toastmaster is not supposed to give his opinion. The opinion analyzed Fitzgerald's secret evidence to determine whether his case warranted ordering reporters to testify about their confidential conversations with sources. Uh, Fitzgerald revealed none of these specifics when he publicly announced Libby's indictment in October on charges of making false statements, perjury, and obstruction of justice. The once-sealed portions of the federal court opinion written in February 2005 by U.S. Circuit Judge David Tatel, who was a member of the three-judge panel that agreed with Fitzgerald, that the testimony of two reporters, Miller and Time Magazine's Matthew Cooper, was crucial to the investigation. Yesterday, the same panel concluded that because Libby was indicted and now faces public charges, the court no longer had to keep secret mainly the details of the grand jury investigations that Tatel analyzed. And it goes on and on. It'll be on our website tomorrow, I believe. Won't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you will work on it. Here's a poll idea. Look at that. If one group of people were chosen to rule the world, whom would we choose, says Cliff. By the way, did you see American History X? No. City of God, yes. Or Shawshank? Haven't been listening for weeks. What's going on with you, Cliff? Haven't been listening for weeks. My ass, Cliff. Get with it. Get jiggy with it. Man, this guy must be hanging out with Busta Moves. Busta Rhymes. American History X was on TV over the weekend. Was American History X? How come you didn't uh, email me and call me and uh, scream and uh, go? Yeah, I was in the middle of it when I caught it. No, of what? City of God I saw was very good. Not one of the best movies of all time, but very good. See, and you never thought I'd watch it, did you? I, I did. Neither one of us did. No. And surprised you, didn't I? Sure did. I, I don't look. The first time that I tried to watch it, I wasn't in the mood to watch. Right I, 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 I didn't re- at the time, I didn't realize it. But sometimes you're just not in the mood to sit and devote two and a half hours to, to uh, watching some crap. Little Brazilian kids. Maybe right? I was. Maybe I was tired from like losing my ass at Woodbine. Who knows? Now, who the hell knows? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not giving you any credit because the only reason you watched it because IMDb gave it like eight and something stars. 
I'll give him some credit, man. But uh, yeah, you are. He you are. Never hard again. You know what? He has a hard Seriously, hard But you ass. said you said the only reason I'm going to watch this. I I, I told you that. I told you. But even then, you never thought so I watched it. Even don't then, you never us. thought I'd watch it. We we don't have good taste. No, I wouldn't listen to you if it was if I'd listen to you. I would never watch Network. Okay. <laughs> One of the greatest movies ever made. I would have never told you that. <laughs> now, that's a good point. <laughs> Schmuck. Now let's see. Julia <laughs> Cliff says, "Who would you choose?" Uh, this is uh, sad. So let's see. I got to get American History X. You're sending me Crash. Oh, and you right. never gave your movie review on, uh, even though you didn't watch it, on uh, uh, Bareback uh, Cowboy. The, uh, the review, secondhand review. George's wife and, and daughter, older daughter, daughter saw it. Right. And um, they both said that it was okay, not as great as everyone's making it out. Okay. Things. Yeah. Because uh, you know how when how these critics are, whenever there's faggery or anything. In the oh, movie, yeah. It's just well, that's because most of the critics are gay. Uh, but more know. importantly, Anne Hathaway, the Princess Diaries chick. And Michelle Williams of uh, so of there's boobies Creek. in there. They though. both showed their boobies. Yeah. All right, there you go. So there's something for everybody in there. You got a little uh, rectum booby so action. Somebody can just edit the movie down. And and by the way, there wasn't so much man kissing as there was. Uh, I don't know how to say that. Sex. Man sex. The kind what are you of trying to say? Spell out. Draw a picture. Rectum. Rectum. Okay, let's let's not go there, please. Is that a clear enough picture? No, I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there either. Let's see. Rule the world. Christians, weed heads, Buddhists, tree huggers. Uh, okay. Whatever you say, Cliff, and I'll watch American History X. I'll go get it. Should I go get it? Yeah, you know what? That's an actual keeper. Is it? Yes, it is. Now, see, I never, I never sent you a bad movie so if, far. If you buy it and you don't like it, I will buy it off of you, including the postage. <laughs> In fact, I think you ought to see the uh, sleepers again, even though because you didn't I, see I it should, the and it comes on cable every periodically, every once in a while. Yeah. I'll watch it again. The body of Christ. Uh, that, that whole thing, I, just that scene alone, I mean, that, mm -hmm. that has very little to do with the movie. De Niro's a priest, and a good guy priest, who lies. I mean, that's pretty unusual, isn't it? A priest that lies? Never heard of such a thing. How many votes we got on the poll? Have we added, uh, did we add the angry, uh, we didn't add that, did we? Angry Muslim? Come on now. Oh. See, he's giving me crap because of the fact I uh, finally watched the movie, and he said instead of giving me any credit for it, angry Muslim he don't have on there. Probably had garlic oil on his He's fingers. too busy passing judgment and probably passing gas from that huge lunch. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 Excuse me, but I do believe that stuff's ass. Depends on you and the powers you possess. Since you saved his life with your flying scissor knife, he's got a job for you to do. Crack them. Okay, it's uh, <laughs> oh no. 
158. Yes, yes, ladies. And uh, I just, I'm very distraught because you're talking about movies. Yeah. I just saw that When a Stranger Calls, the remake, uh, made 22 million in the box office the first yeah, week. Yeah, these punks. Yeah, number one. Oh, my God. The worst piece of slime. How can you say that? You haven't seen it. I saw the clip. The preview is all I need mm-hmm. to see. Right. When you've seen the original, anybody that's tempted to go see that, save the money. Right. Uh, you can probably rent it for like a buck. Mm-hmm. Go to your, uh, near, please don't go to Blockbuster. Go to your nearby video store, anybody but them, and rent it. The original one, When a right. Stranger Calls, with the Charles Durning and uh, whatever his name is. I forgot. Who else is in it? We don't know who the other people are. It doesn't make any difference who's in it, because the original one is great. Yes. How yes, are the children? When, when I saw that club, how are the children? Oh. But that sure is a pretty house. Yeah, nice house and a nice, uh, you know, Lake looks side. like it's ready for a nice mudslide or something like that. Uh-huh. Whatever. And then, so i got to watch her face in the crowd and American History X and uh, Crash. And, right. what the, and I'm not going to watch that. Uh, you're sending me the cowboy movie, Bareback uh, some. Humpback, yeah, humpback I'd be interested to, uh, to have your review on that. I see. Okay, well, I'll watch all those, like, uh, between now and the uh, next circus. Anyway, we got Curtis Stevenson coming up. No more mo, but we got the revolving door from uh, 2 to 4. Bye, bye, bye! <laughs>